And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No. Because I'm going to get him. edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Uh, we're coming to you live from our radio and television studios here in beautiful northwest Pennsylvania. Uh, broadcast each and every weeknight, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Global Star Radio Network. Well, you know, you can see it happening, can't you? The deep state at work. Um, if, you, if you can't see what's going on with respect to the attack against our government, well, then uh, you're not paying attention. If you can't see the fact that uh, Hillary Diane Rodham, which the Yak Clinton is has uh, pretty much uh, can do anything. The Clintons can do anything. They can buy influence. They could uh, sell their um, well. They could they could sell influence. I should say, influence could be bought through the Clinton administration or Clinton Foundation. Yet, uh, oh my goodness, uh, two unceremonious phone calls. Uh, or two, uh, contacts with respect to, uh, so, with, regarding sessions. Uh, and Joe and I were talking about this, did a lot of research on this, but, but the bottom line is this. It's not sessions. Not sessions at all. It's not about sessions. It's about Donald Trump. End of story. End of story. That's it. And, uh, we, we need to understand that, that they are not going to stop. The deep state is not going to stop until such time as Donald Trump is out of office, impeached, or dead. And people better start realizing that that's what's at stake here. And if, if people don't understand that, and you know, anyone who doesn't, and see, this is what really hacks me off about the, about the people who don't, or who, who, who say, well, you know, Donald Trump, he's not a, he's not a perfect guy. He's not, a, neither are we, neither am I. We're not perfect. You want, you want, you want a, you want a saint as a president? You, you got the wrong person. You're not going to find, when I say saint, oh, wait a second, I'm talking Catholic, right? So now you're going to say I'm a, I'm a Jesuit. I'm, I'm secretly a Jesuit spy. Uh, I'm a Jesuit assassin. I shouldn't say that. See, you can't win. You can't win with these numbskulls, these idiots, these morons. You can't argue with these people that 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 will nitpick and ankle bite and say everything. Well, you know, you shouldn't do. It. Now, look, here's the deal: we're at war. All right, the bombs are metaphorically speaking, the bombs are flying everywhere. The deep state is after Trump. End of story. Why? Because he represents a threat to the deep state. Do you understand that? Not you or my normal listening audience or normal listening audience, but the people who kind of wander over here or who listen and, and sit there and do nothing but grumble and gripe and say, well, he's on the radio. He's, you know, he's, uh, look, the, the future of our country is at stake. And you can see the establishment, conservative Republicans going after, uh, Donald Trump. Or the establishment conservative Republicans not putting up any defense against Donald, or for Donald Trump, and you know these these people who write about Donald Trump saying, "Oh, he's really not, he's not really a Christian, he's not he's not the perfect candidate for this." Well, then you know what? 
What are you, sad that you didn't get Hillary in there? Is that what you're sad about? Are you sad that Hillary didn't get in? Are you sad that perhaps, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't understand the mentality of these people anymore, of people in general anymore, especially, um, when it comes to the, uh, the Christians. When in the hell are the Christian conservatives, the conservative Christians, the conservatives and Christians, when are, when are you, when is everyone going to stand up and say, you know what? Enough and slap these people down. Slap them down. And say enough. Enough. You got Clinton, Bubba, Billy Bob, Bubba Clinton, whoring around the halls of the White House. Lying, every, every lying under oath, of course, to, uh, you know, to, to, to Congress. Or to a special prosecutor. And the, 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 you know, of course the Democrats say, well, it's all about sex. It's not about sex. It's about integrity. Getting oral sex and, you know, in the study off of his bathroom and the, you know, in the Oval Office. That too. That's morality. And, and you got, you got the Democrats and, and you got the progressives, I should say, sticking up for him. And, uh, you have the conservative Christians who failed to fail to stick up for Donald Trump. Uh, not, you know, it's not. It, is, it has nothing to do with with really telephone calls. It's got really had nothing to do with contacts. These contacts were made. If you really understand it, look at the transcripts. Bother to read the transcripts. Bother to understand what this is. This is just window dressing. This is nothing. This is this this is. And explain to me, and I want somebody to explain to me how the Russians influenced our elections, the hacked our elections. No, they influenced the election by hacking the DNC. Okay, so, so okay. I mean, this, this yeah, argument. Go ahead. Now. Yeah, no, I, I, I know that, but, but the whole, but the whole thing is, and I don't care if Aunt Jemima hacked the DNC. It wasn't about who hacked who. It's about the content of the, uh, what was in those emails that were released. That was uh-huh. the problem. Well, I, I mean it. I, and if you can tie, you know, yeah. whoever hacked it with evidence, then go go for it. But the content of the emails are what's real important. And what's interesting about this um, this sessions issue, and it, yeah. right before the show, I mean, we've been talking about it off air all day. And I said to my dad, I said, I don't think we should talk about this, at least in the context that the news is talking about it, because it is it's a made up story. It's uh, it has no well, it no foundations in any facts. He never lied during his confirmation hearing. His meetings as um, the senior member of the Armed Services Al Committee. Al Franken, by the way. Yeah, and he recused himself from the um, investigations into Russia's potential ties to the election, which the DOJ said he didn't do anything wrong. Uh, Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House, said there's no evidence of any Russian connection to any of Trump's um, cabinet members. And Ben Carson was confirmed. Uh, a secretary of HUD today, yeah. uh, last night or today, I'm not sure which, which one that was. There's a story that kind of went under the rug today as all this brouhaha about Sessions. <coughs> but Sessions met with 25 <coughs> foreign diplomats or had phone meetings or whatever as part of his job. Now, the the, the issue is... Uh, wait, as he, which job was that? Because he was a senator and the this, uh, senior member of correct. the uh, armed... Services. Services committee. 
And he, uh, during the confirmation hearings, he was only asked in the context of meeting with Russian officials speaking on uh, issues of the campaign or um, the election. It's a non, it really is a non-issue. People, even there was a senator, a Democratic senator from, I believe it was Missouri, uh, Kathleen, or let me, uh, I'll find it here. Well, she came out and said, you know, he lied and, yeah. um, you know, I've been in the, the armed, uh, service committee and I've never met with the Russian official. Turns out they found her Twitter page and twice she met with the Russian ambassador for two different, um, reasons. I mean, if you really, and, and Nancy Pelosi, uh, when asked a question about Loretta Lynch's tarmac meeting with Bill Clinton, hey, well, session. That's all right though. Yeah, see, she said, oh, they okay. were just talking about their grandchildren. What a bunch of crap. And, and see, in my anger, it really is to the conservatives, is to, is to the Republicans, is to the conservative Christians. That's where my anger lies, because you folks, you know, go ahead and pile on. Go ahead. Because, you know, you, you, you can't, you wouldn't know a good thing or a reprieve if it bit you in the ass. Well, they don't want a good thing. They'd rather destroy this country than concede that Trump is the president. And I think the big issue here is a headline from the Daily Caller from yesterday, last night, Obama administration sabotaging Trump's transition to the White House. This is all the Obama, Valerie Jarrett, um, Marxist, Ololinsky tactics to to create chaos. Try out their playbook. See mm-hmm. this playbook right here? It's right here. It's right out of here. This Well, this is actually the playbook for the, the stooges on the ground. That's the indivisible playbook. That's the playbook for the stooges. And I came across an, an interesting article today. I don't know. Apparently there was some issue with uh, Obama before he, in his final week in office, changed the language of an executive order to make it easier for leaked information. Of course. To come out. Now, you won't see that in the news yet. I have a feeling you will tomorrow uh, or Monday at the latest. But you've been doing a lot of research into Obama's activities, the groups that he's working with, well, um, well, the okay, tactics yeah. that they're using. Yeah. And as long as he's allowed to continue to act like this, I mean, it's so funny to see. And I know this isn't it. I forget what Sessions did, has done. When we see the the Democrats and in, in historically, just so in the last presidential term during Obama, no accountability on on things like Benghazi, no accountability on Hillary Clinton's emails, but they're trying to hyperactively tie conversations from a senator to a Russian ambassador, which is normal behavior, and it's part of the public record also, and the content of those conversations are as well. They're trying to make the connection to some illegal activity. Right. And I know this is not this is a, a bad argument, but when you look at all the illegal activity they overlooked and defended for Hillary Clinton and Obama, it boggles my mind to see them. I mean, Hillary it's like Clinton, the pot calling the kettle black. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, where's you know where where's the six billion dollars? Well, there's a whole litany of things that's wrong with this. All right. Uh, Christian setback as abortions and conservatives setback as abortions were allowed to run rampant under Obama. Uh, 
Christians and conservatives sat back and called uh, people like us birthers and truthers when we spoke about uh, Obama's pedigree and we spoke about Obama's uh, uh, or spoke about 9-11 people sat back and said that we were just plain old crazy when we talked about built Building 7 people sat back and and did nothing and uh, you've got uh, Obama who, who who never met a Muslim he didn't love never really met a Muslim he, he, he didn't love and uh, kind of like George Bush with a kiss on the lips of uh, uh, Bin Saud I suppose uh, Obama you know his lips firmly planted on the butts of so many Wahhabists in, in his administration and you know uh, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton using their, their Clinton Foundation their, and, and Hillary influenced the Secretary of State to go out and speak at the uh, Numerous countries. Hillary Clinton. What about Hillary Clinton and the Russian reset? What about Hillary Clinton and the uranium and the uranium deals? That's right, uh, Frank G- G- uh, Justra, and Dave Hodges had revealed that long before, uh, concurrent with, or even before Peter Schweiker came out with the book Clinton Cash, and that's very well detailed in Clinton Cash. You read the book Clinton Cash, and you come along, you, you, after you get done reading that book, you want to take a shower because it's so horrible with respect to. Uh, what uh, Hillary and uh, Bill Clinton had done, and Hillary Clinton, of course. But see, you get these Christians and conservatives that they're so friggin' sad that uh, Hillary lost. I can't believe it. So they have to pick on uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, like and, Lindsey uh, Graham today. Yeah. Um, he came out in the morning and said that Jeff Sessions didn't do anything wrong. Then a few hours later, he came out and said he should resign. Sure. Yeah. And if you look at Lindsey Graham and John, those two, John McCain, they're two. Uh, Republican senators who are probably the most, well, some of the most corrupt in the Senate, if not the most corrupt. But to see the, uh, the piling on, I think it was a term it piling on, and to see what they're piling on about when it's actually a non-story, yeah. as much as it's in the news right now, it really is a non-story. It makes me wonder, you know, if there is actually something serious to report, how that, how that would go over. And then at this rate, by next week at this time, the headline's going to be breaking news. Donald Trump impeachment had a Reuben sandwich for lunch with Russian dressing. I mean, there I saw a report on CNN today where the, the, the secretary to the Russian ambassador told uh, or CNN correspondent in Moscow to stop reporting on uh, with disinformation and lies and called CNN fake news. The uh, the host of the show, as it came back into CNN Atlanta, went on a few-minute talk about how the language from the Russian secretary and Trump were very similar about calling CNN liars and saying they were fake news. And that raised suspicions with these smart guys. I told you that the fake news was going to... That, that me was going to big time. But just to see the, the secretary of the ambassador say CNN is fake news and then to see the pundits turn around and say, well... Yeah, that sounds very similar. Um, I wonder if, if if her and Trump are reading from the same paper. I mean, they are, as I told Eric earlier, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. They're desperate. Yeah. What are they really hiding? Is this to do with uh, this huge increase in, in pedophilia investigations, or are they hi- trying to hide something else, or are they just trying to sabotage? And then my question from there is, wh- when does it become a crime? For what Obama is doing behind the scenes, when does it become a crime? Oh, Obama, for the former administration you know, yeah. interfering in this administration to the point of 
sedition and treason. I mean, when does it become a crime? At what point do they say enough? United to Protect Democracy, that group, $1.5 million, five staffers, and those five staffers are out of Obama's, uh, those are lawyers out of Obama's administration or his regime. They set up shop in Washington, D.C. Um, yeah, and they expect to, to throw in another five or so uh, people, uh, double the people in the next couple of weeks. That's United to Protect Democracy. That's the group that's... Uh, creating lawfare against uh, Donald Trump and the people, you know, for Donald Trump. And see, that that's lawfare now is the chic thing to do. That that's the, that's in vogue for people who've got basically um, nothing better to do. And 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 no and no, in my view, anyway, my personal opinion, uh, to use the law, the legal system against uh, against our our. People like Donald Trump and people within his administration go ahead and use the legal system. And the only people that really win there are lawyers, but of course mm-hmm. they are lawyers. So, so you know, I guess that that's a no-brainer in uh, yeah. in it, degree only. Well, and and you know, the fact is, uh, and, and do you know where they got their name? United to protect democracy. Do you know where they got their name? Because it, it, did you ever think about no. that phrase? No. It, it, they took it out of Obama's farewell speech. That phrase, United to protect democracy. Which it shows how much he knows we're a representative republic, constitutional republic, but it's a 501c3, 501c4 company. And that's what United to protect democracy is. And of course you've got Obama's organiza- uh, organizing for America, which is again the, the third iteration. I, tell, I say this all the time of Obama's uh, initial uh, organizing for uh, America. Did I say organizing for action? That's what I meant to say. Third iteration of organizing for America. And um, but this all started back in 2004. Don't think this started in uh, 2008 when Obama became president. He began this in 2004 with his speech at the Democratic National Convention, Odessa of uh, what was it, Odessa of Hope, um, back in the. Uh, uh, 2004 DNC. But see, he branded himself at that time. And that's, he branded himself as, in 2004 with that speech and began to get his team ready. It took four years, or actually about two and a half years. Then he filed for, to become president. That gave him enough time for the Washington establishment people to get his cover story in order, cover up his bona fides, put him in office in 2008, and he was, and the way I'm seeing this now as I'm looking at this, he expected Hillary Clinton to win, I really believe that, and he would lead within the Washington, he got the house in Washington, and that was going to be really, to me, the real White House there until Trump, had, uh, the President Donald Trump won and had an upset. So now it's a base of opposition, of which organizing for action is based really through his Washington, D.C. home. It's not based at it, but based through it, as are groups like uh, Antifa, ResistFascism.org, all of these really interesting Gouverian names. And that this is what's taking place. So, and I and I said this a number of years ago. People laughed and, and told me that I was insane. You better be you better be prepared for a civil war because it's coming. It is coming. I'm just I'm telling you it's coming. 
Um, and if you don't think you don't think it's coming, well, then I, I you know what, watch uh, or, or go listen to uh, uh, some other show because it, 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 you you better understand. Maybe it's not going to be next week, but we're gonna have a hot summer, I believe. I keep seeing the day May first pop up. Well, May first, it's just in May Day, uh, right? But they're bringing in May eighth. There's a march, and that's uh, being planned. I've got so many. I got so many. Are talking about else. April um, or the spring? Well, there there are four dates that are occult satanic dates that actually the the witches are planning for. Okay, to pray against Donald Trump. Okay, but May eighth is a is a march. May first is another march, but May first is a big one. I don't know if it's that's a date. celebrating May Day. Right. There's I don't know if it's just the date in the history of May Day, but a lot of people. No, I have seen saying you're that right. Um, you're right. That this is going to be, you know, uh, in, in the heat of this, what you would call an American Spring, the civil unrest. Right. Which obviously <laughs> we don't know. There's been no, you know, paper saying we're going to start riding on this date. But I do agree that as the weather gets warmer, um, you know, the, the Obamas and the, the sabotage is not going away. It's only gaining momentum as they continue to, to pay their personnel, uh, to protest and to organize these protests. Um, well, this it, is something it, that we definitely it, it, keep our eye on because it doesn't make they any can't sense. Get though. Trump out. Uh, that's right. The Go way ahead. you know through these um, uh, false attacks and, and fake news and, and you know bogus conspiracies, they're going to try other ways. Uh, violence being one of them, especially um, in cities and, and towns across the country, they'll take what they can get. They will. I think they're very desperate. They're grasping at straws. And if they can't do it one way, they'll try, you know, doors two, three, four, and five. Um, whether that's an assassination attempt, whether that's, um, you know, political violence, it's going to come in a number of ways. And I think it's going to get worse as they see their narratives continue to crumble and, and be destroyed because they're, they're made up, they're lies, and they got nothing left legitimately to, to come at um, this administration with. Right. And I think that some of the session stuff, I think some people are right when they say it's in direct response to his State of the Union address. As uh, some people probably got worried to see CNN calling Trump presidential. Right. People like Van Jones saying that um, he became the president, you know, the, um, during the speech and uh, it was one of the most um, interesting political moments in U.S. history. As they see people from both sides start to warm up to him, they're going to continue to do things like this. Oh, it's coming, folks. This is it is coming. Um, which which reminds me, I should mention this. I, I made a mistake. You know, I, I welcome the pred defense uh, to the fa- family of advertisers. I've been family of advertisers. I made a mistake. I kept referencing my Mossberg. I've got two shotguns and a Remington eight seventy and a Mossberg. For some reason, Mossberg stuck in my head. They, they make, uh, the Pred Defense makes the, uh, reloaders for, the quick reloaders for the Remington 870. And I kept saying Mossberg. Well, I think they, you they like work, that Mossberg. Uh, no, I just, you I know think what? you like the way it looks with the, the pistol grip on it. Well, the, the Rem- yeah, uh, actually, uh, because of the Rem- my, my Remington, Remington 870 is not, it's decked up and not like that. It's not so. a tactical. It's not right. a tactical right. mechanism. So whatever, and I apologize. So I apologize to anyone I misled. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he actually, uh, they're you. working on the on the Mossberg uh, uh, prototype. 
and other models. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but but anyway, uh, it's for the Remington 870, and I just want to say, Pred Defense, and it works well. I it, so forgive me for my mistake when I kept saying Mossberg, Mossberg, but it's uh, uh when they come out, I get one of those too. But uh, Remington 870, it's it's a marvelous, and uh, you know, I was talking to my neighbor. We were talking about guns, and, and I should have realized, it should have clicked then. Uh, he's got a Remington 870 as well. Uh, that, is, as a matter of fact, his father's, well, his, his grandfather or father gave him. It's just really, it's, it's a, it's an interesting, it's, it's a really, it's really good shape, but anyway, um, so let me just say this, uh, preddefense.com. You want to, you know, the, the Weapons, the shotguns, they're, they're prolific for home defense. If you have a Remington 870, my apologies, by the way, to Pred Defense. Uh, if you have a Remington 870, you won't find a better quick, uh, way to get another shell in there than the, uh, Pred Defense unit. It's a great unit. Uh, so anyway, go to visit PredDefense.com. That's PredDefense.com. Don't listen to me sometimes. Joe's jo- jo- like saying, yeah, you know, you, we have um, just about a minute left in this in this segment, um, and coming up is uh, Dr. Ted Brewer is going to be joining us, and I think his wife is going to be joining us as well. Yeah, he's going to be talking about a broadcast. lot of things today. There's one story I want to I want to hit, uh, and folks, go to HagmanReport.com. You can check out uh, the news of the day there. Um, and this this story caught my attention. Washington Post downplays illegal immigrant murders. Of course. And this is a story that did not get the kumbaya. attention that it should have got. And this uh, is from Washington Examiner. It goes on to say that the Washington Post uh, editorial accused President Trump on Tuesday of appealing to raw prejudice and fear in his first um, speech in front of um, Congress by inviting families of people allegedly murdered by illegal immigrants to attend. The Post's use of allegedly appears to suggest that there is legal doubt over whether it was illegal immigrants who murdered the victims although there is no doubts. Folks, go to our website and read this story. It's very interesting. Um, and if you follow it up with some, some of your own research, you'll find the numbers that they have uh, from last year of, of illegal immigrants who were convicted of violent crimes. And that's not in the article, but you can find that on your own. And the numbers are much more alarming than I would have even suspected. Um, when we come back, Dr. Ted Brewer from HealthMasters.com will be our guest. Stuff. He has a show here on Global Star Radio Network. It airs after our show, and it's on from 3 to 4 Eastern, uh, right here on Global Star. Don't go anywhere. Dr. Ted Brewer, coming right up. Visit HagmanReport.com for the news and articles that matter most. Stay tuned. We will be right back. In a thrilling series of novels, T.C. Joseph takes us into the lives of three families who struggle to maintain normal lives in a world where conspiracy theory and Bible prophecy collide. T.C. Joseph's viewpoint of alternative history and understanding of prophetic events will change your view of the world and the events on our horizon. 
Kirkus Review states, readers of end times fiction will be hard pressed to find it done more intriguingly than this. Extremely readable and fast paced. Blue Wink Reviews boldly states, fans of Tim LaHaye's Left Behind series and Tom Parada's The Leftovers will find this thought provoking series absolutely riveting. Order your copies of T.C. Joseph's This Generation series from Amazon.com. Book 1, Precipice. Book 2, Pentecost. And Book 3, Penance. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden. Exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Our guest uh, joining us now is Dr. Ted Brewer of HealthMasters.com. He also has a, a show with his son, Austin, each and every weekday here and Saturdays on Global Star Radio Network. Is what that right, we, Ted? What Saturdays we also? What, okay, yeah. I know it's six days a week, not five days a week. That's it's, right. It's on Sunday night. It's Sunday. Sunday. Okay, okay. thank you. Before, it's the hour before Dave Hodges. If you go to the HealthMasters.com website, You'll get a 24-hour phone number that you can actually call and listen to the show anytime you'd like. But we got a gosh, got a lot of stuff. I, I actually, I've got, I've got three stacks of articles here as far as what you guys want to do tonight. We can start, we, we, we start, we can start some health stuff, which I've got a bunch of new health stuff. I've got a whole article on what makes a psychopath a psychopath, who these people are, what they believe. You got, you got to talk slowly to me about that, okay? Uh, psychopath. I need to know about that, Ted. Well, I could I could fit I could, I could fit some of those. The symptoms might fit. Well, the <laughs> funny you said that. Every once in a while, you may have a person who has one or two of the symptoms of being a psychopath, but they don't have all of the symptoms. I only know of one person that I know, and I mean I'm not kidding you, that literally has all of these symptoms of psycho psychopathy. And so, but I can start with nutrition. We can start with general news. Sharon's going to be coming on. 
at 8.30 if it's okay with you guys. And she's going to be talking about menopausal and postmenopausal women and sleep patterns and how to sleep like a baby when you're 60 years old like she does. And she wants to basically share with you what she went through as far as sleep deprivation and how she corrected it without the use of sleeping pills, which can be very, very dangerous to your health. So they're pretty dangerous. Well, uh, uh, we're actually going to duct tape, uh, duct tape uh, uh, my wife to a chair and bring her to the uh, studio and make her um, listen to this because she needs to, yeah, uh, I, I've been hearing, and I'm serious about this, we, we've gotten, one of the emails that we've been getting a lot from when you're on the show, health emails, is about women having trouble sleeping. Well, you know, I thought, well, you know, Sharon went through that, and I thought, you know, Sharon is so articulate, and she's so smart, and she's such a good writer, and I told her, I said, yesterday, I said, Sharon, I want you to come on with Hagman, and I want you to talk about sleep deprivation deprivation in menopausal and postmenopausal women and also in younger women because a lot of a lot of ladies take a lot of sleeping pills, Doug, and it's very, very dangerous, especially for the brain. And so you've got to try to – and men, same thing. There are a lot of guys out there that can't sleep, and we've got some phenomenal products and some phenomenal tips that will help you to sleep like a baby all the way through the night. I mean, I go to bed at 10 o'clock. I wake up at 6 or 7. I get a good eight hours sleep every night. I mean, I just – we sleep great. So does Sharon. And so it's just some things that we've learned to do. And one of the things you got to do, and I'm, just, I'm, I'm not going to steal her thunder because I don't want to deal with the consequences of that, but, yeah, you've got to reduce the cortisol. We talked about that earlier with the cortisol buster. She'll talk about that again tonight. It's an amazing product, and you've got to stop drinking coffee. And you say, well, I like coffee. Well, join the club. I love coffee. I mean, I, was, I used to drink 18 cups a day when I was in graduate school at Florida State. In fact, I worked for a company. I'm not sure if they're even in business anymore. It was called Quality Coffee Service, and the owner back then was a guy by the name of Dave Pulsifer, uh, nice guy, good friend. Haven't talked to him in years though. And he was, he's just a great guy. And he been, he ended up basically giving me a coffee maker, a bun coffee maker with those really expensive commercial grade coffee makers to use in my apartment in Tallahassee. And I got really hooked on the stuff because I, I mean, he gave me the coffee, he gave me the everything for it. And I thought, wow. And I was drinking this stuff like 18 cups a day. And I really got addicted to the stuff, Doug. So you tell me you love coffee. I raised my hand. I love it too, but I don't drink it anymore. Every once in a while, you know, I had my true confessions a few weeks ago when I was in Miami. I had a couple cups of coffee in the morning for breakfast because it was free on the buffet. I had like one cup each day. And, of course, both nights, Friday night and Saturday night, I did not sleep well. And Sunday night because I had – actually, it would be Saturday night and Sunday night. I did not sleep well because I had messed up my own sleep pattern with coffee. So it's very difficult. Yesterday I spoke to a lady who's suffering from this extreme adrenal fatigue. She lost a bunch of weight, did a bunch of cardio, and she used a bunch of caffeine stimulants in order to get her weight down. Now, it's okay to use the green tea like in the purple sticks. In fact, it's actually good. I mean, it doesn't hurt you at all. It doesn't elevate cortisol at all. It won't mess up your sleep patterns. But you have to realize if you're doing an hour's worth of cardio every day trying to burn calories and you're basically not eating enough carbohydrates, you're going to be in a situation where you're going to run into an adrenal drain and your body's going to stay tired all of the time. And I warned her when she was doing it. I heard, I'm not going to mention her name. And I mentioned, I talked to her. I said, you know, I said, look, I said, you know, here's the deal. I said, you know, she said, I don't know what to do. The doctors had to put me back on cortisone because I passed out twice and now I've gained 20 pounds back and I'm so frustrated because I'm having to work out like one tenth of what I did. And I said, look, here's the problem. I said, when you work out for more than 30 to 40 minutes a day, regardless of what you or your intentions are as far as healthy, it's not healthy because it elevates cortisol. And you have to understand that. You have to get to that point in your life where you find a moderate amount of cardio to do. Like today, 
I did a bunch of squats. Now, when I do squats, I'm not talking about using any weight anymore. They're more of a deep knee band with like a 10-pound bar. And I did like 100 of those. And then I also did about six minutes of, you know, really fast cardio on the on the precor elliptical runner when I got done. And now what had happened, I think mean, the side-back selective, side-back selective elliptical runner. And what happened is, I mean, my legs were very, very weak all day. But, I mean, that's still how I train. Now, I just don't use heavy weight anymore because of the back surgery. I mean, no one should ever do squats with weight anyhow. It's just, just too dangerous. You can do leg press, but you got to be really careful with the leg press machines. Because I injured my back again about in 2007, 2008, going real heavy on leg press. And so I'm, I'm real careful with the weight. I try not to do anything that's going to mess up my discs or cause a herniation of a disc. And so I'm very careful. But I do work out. I mean, I do 100 ab exercises a day as far as reps. I do a, I do the, the crunches on the ball. I do so hanging leg raises. I also do a machine. We have an ab machine at the house, and I also do 25 sit-ups every day. And it keeps my abs really, really, really in good shape, and it keeps my belly in. So, I mean, when you get older, if you don't keep your belly in, you can end up getting hernias. You can end up, you know, basically having, to, you know, your liver starts pushing through because you start getting some fat on your liver as you get older if you're not careful, especially if you eat high fructose corn syrup. And what ends up happening is you get to a situation where you're laying in bed at night, Doug, and, and it happened to me a few years ago. I remember that. That's why I had, I put a stop to it. You're laying in bed tonight, you know, and it's cold. And you got your blanket at the foot of the bed. And you gotta do a sit up to get the blanket. And you kinda like, you kinda feel like a turtle on its back. <laughs> you can't quite get up. And you're kinda like, this is ridiculous. So you have to roll on your side, bend over, and pick up the blanket and pull it up. But that dog doesn't hunt with me. And I decided that wasn't gonna happen again. And so I started doing my abs every single day plus. I picked up a bunch of irrigation boxes up. They probably only weighed 125 pounds. I only picked them up from the back of my truck and put them in a pile, and I didn't bend over with them. I pulled an ab muscle, tore it. Uh, luckily, I didn't herniate it, and it took about a month to two months for that to get better. And I decided, hey, you know what, guys? I'm going to get my abs back in shape. I'm not going to be the turtle in the middle of the night, and if I pick up 100 pounds of stuff, it's not going to be one of those deals going to be debilitatingly painful for the next 30 days trying for it to heal. And I just thank God Almighty that I had strong enough ab muscles that I didn't herniate my dog on abdominal muscle. You still feel a little bit of a tear there where I tore it. And so uh, by the grace of God, it wasn't any worse. So guys, listen to me. It's really important as you get older to work those ab muscles on an ongoing basis, even if you're just doing crunches on a ball. You know, hold back your head so you don't let your head fall off the ball. This is one of these exercise balls. Put your feet real wide. In fact, I have to do a video one time. I sent it to you guys, and you can post it, Doug, and be doing all this. And what it does, it allows you to really keep those abdominal muscles strong and, you know, and so they, they've been sore. They stay sore all the time, me doing this. But I tell you what, guys, with that and the muscle blast of the HGH stimulate, it really helps to maintain that lean muscle mass, you know, even as you get older. And since I've got a new book coming out now, I told Sharon, I said, it's a good incentive when I have a book coming out to lose a few pounds. And it's never, it's not like I ever get very heavy. I mean, I mean, I need to drop, I had to drop like eight pounds. I'm down like six pounds right now. And like I told you last week, the lower I go, the more I look like a, a younger Christopher Walken. And so uh, it's going to be fun watching. i got about three more pounds to drop, and then I'll be doing the book cover. And so it's just one of those deals that I like just I like staying real close to my ideal body weight because it's just easier to get back in the shape that way. And you can breathe better. You're not out of breath. You can run. You can exercise. You can do what you need to do. But, guys, be real careful with the running. As you get older, even when you're younger, the running causes a lot of hip problems and knee problems and back problems. I met with a very good friend of mine a few weeks ago when I was in Miami. And he had to undergo back surgery about four years ago, and he was an avid runner. He ran a lot of the 10K marathons. He did a lot of stuff, and he ran and ran and ran in great shape, really lean, all cut up, looked good. I mean, even into his 50s until his back went out on him. And when it did, he had to have fusions and everything else done in his spine. 
and it's really curtailed, excuse me, he really curtailed his exercise abilities. He still looks good, but he's very careful now. Now he just kind of stays with cardio and he does what I do and he avoids any kind of heavy compression exercises on top of your shoulders. That's really important that you avoid those because it can really mess you up. And plus, if you're getting older, if you're past the age of 30, instead of doing real heavy military presses, which is very difficult on your shoulders, use dumbbells instead. And do them one arm, do them what's called an isolateral press. So if you're doing a one arm dumbbell raise for your, for your shoulders, pick it up like this. And then put the weight down, then do the other side. And it really makes it a lot easier not locking the muscles up in the back of your neck. And it makes it a lot easier not to injure yourself. And of course, you don't have to use all the heavy weights you used to use when you were younger, when you were trying to get bigger. The whole goal here past the age of 30, past the age of 40, past the age of 50 is just not to lose about 7% of your lean muscle mass every decade. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a huge amount of muscle to lose. That's what the average person loses, Doug, about 7%. So you find yourself extremely weak, very inflexible. You find yourself having your, your muscle being replaced by fat. Remember, five pounds of muscle isn't much. Five pounds of fat's a lot. So that's why we have a body change as we get older if we're not careful because we start to replace our lean muscle mass with fat. Your weight doesn't necessarily have to go up that much, but you kind of like your pants don't zip anymore. You have to kind of unbutton your pants when you sit down. You unbutton your belt every time you sit down. And it's all because of the, the redisposition of the body's the body fat and the muscle in the system. If you work out, you can lower a lot of that and stop a lot of that. And you can maintain that lean muscle mass as you get older, which is really, really important. Because remember, every pound of muscle that you carry facilitates about 50 calories a day as far as your basal metabolic rate. So if you lose 10 pounds of cal- 10 pounds of muscle, you're going to lose about 500 calories in your basal metabolic rate per day. And if that happens, you have to eat 500 less calories or you have to burn that many more calories doing cardio or some type of exercise as you get older. So it's easier to maintain that lean muscle weight and not lose it as you get older. That's what's so, so important when you do this. So convert fat to muscle? You know, that that can't happen. You can't convert well, fat to muscle. But, okay. but that, what, that, what, what happens is what, the muscle, what happens, the muscle atrophies and goes away and it's replaced by fat. A lot of people say, well, your fat turns to muscle. That's not true. Okay. Muscle, it doesn't, that, it doesn't work that way in physiology. The muscle can be replaced by fat, but it won't turn to fat. In other words, your body composition will change because you lose muscle and it's replaced by fat. So, you know, you, you do a bicep pose or you do like that or something in the mirror. Now you have no arm left and your whole arm jiggles for two or three minutes. That's not cool. And see, guys, listen to me. It's really important as an alpha male that you stay in shape. It really is. I mean, you, you've got to stay in shape. You've got to be able to defend yourself. You've got to be able to defend your family. Just today over at Lowe's here. It's just over here, over here at Lowe's in Auburndale today, there was a big fight out in the parking lot. I mean, one of my friends who works there sent me a video, and I thought, wow, some older guy got picked on by some 18-year-old kid, and they both almost hit each other in the parking lot. So the 18-year-old kid jumped out and decided to give this older guy some, guy some, uh, some mouth. The old guy basically knocked the guy out. He just, he just cold cocked him right there in the parking lot. And he, and he knocked the kid down like three times. The kid kept getting, kept getting back up. And I thought to myself, this is ridiculous. But the old guy stayed in shape. He was probably a construction worker or a roofer. And the young guy probably thought, hey, this old guy was going to go beat him up, which is ridiculous. But a lot of people, that's their mantra. That's their mindset. The key here is stay out, stay in the vehicle, don't get out of the vehicle, and avoid road rage. <laughs> that's what I always try to do, Doug. Right. And, and, and just to sit in the car and just drive away and be happy with the whole thing and, and make sure you've got your Glock in your pants or on the console or wherever you can legally carry it, whatever state you're in, or your Kimber or your Smith & Wesson or whatever you're carrying, just have it available to you so if somebody tries to attack you, you can either drive away or if they try to stop you or hit you with their car, that you can defend yourself. It's really, really important to understand 
that as a Christian, it doesn't mean that we're supposed to be beaten up by other people. You know, we can turn the other cheek, you know, kind of like from a metaphoric standpoint, but you don't really want to turn the other cheek if somebody's in a fight with you because you don't want to knock you unconscious. It's really, really important. It's it's up to us. And, and this is why, and people might ask, well, why would you even talk? With all the news out there, why would you even be talking about health? Because if we don't have the health, if we don't have the ability to defend ourselves, how in the world are we going to defend our families? And if you don't think it's going to come to that here pretty soon, then then great. You know, keep keep watching the cartoons that you're watching because I do have a feeling, Ted, uh, the way things are going, things are going to get get, get nasty, and uh, it's going to get personal with all of us. So we need as guys, and this is true, because see, if I take off my shirt right now, you see this like ripped six pack. Um, uh, maybe not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but, but, uh, no, you know what? So you're, we need, we need to be healthy and we need to be fit and we need to be ready for whatever is coming our way. And that's, that's right. So that's right. That's right. But, uh, but anyhow, so we can continue on with some nutrition stuff, Doug, or we can go ahead and shift to the psychopathic stuff or we can shift to the world news, whichever you want to do right now. You're oh, you pick, you pick because I was, I was on with uh, Alex Jones for an hour today. By the way, folks, if you get a good chance, go ahead and watch that. Um, yeah, th- things are just breaking down, and so. so but, but you know what? You start wherever you want to start. Sorry. Well, since we're already talking about the health stuff, let's do a few minutes of that, and then we'll come back, and I can start with the psychopathy after Sharon's there after I finish the nutrition stuff, and then I can start back on the world news. Uh, but you know, Alice is right. You're right. I mean, the new world order is absolutely diametrically opposed to Donald Trump. Now. I have some issues as far as his speech. I don't understand some of the numbers he's crunching. I don't understand how we're going to have a trillion dollars increase in infrastructure spending, how we're going to cut taxes on everybody. And I understand what we're saying is, well, Reagan, Ronald Reagan did that because he grew the economy and we brought in more tax revenue. Remember, when Ronald Reagan took office over Jimmy Carter, you know, the inflation was through the roof and, our, and the discount rate for the Fed was close to 20%. I mean, it was ridiculous. And unemployment was very, very high because we had stagflation. Now in the United States, we may have 95 million people working, but a lot of the people who aren't working don't want to go back to work because they're on government subsidies. I mean, so this can be an interesting scenario this time because it's a lot different than it was back in 1980. But what I do see happening, and this is something that you may or may not agree with, Doug, but this is what I see happening. There's a lot, if Trump does all this and he deregulates a lot of stuff and he starts pushing a lot of pressure back into the United States, it's going to start really, really, if it does start growing the economy, if the globalists allow him to do that, because they're still in charge. I mean, we've seen that with the chemtrails that are still spraying. If he's allowed to do this, he could start to inflate the economy. And if that happens, interest rates are going to probably go back up. And if that happens, you could start ending up with some inflation, some serious, serious inflation. This is exactly what happened with the Weimar Republic in the early 20s. And that's not something any of us want. Nobody wants hyperinflation in the United States. So really watch it. I mean, we've had such a huge, irrational exuberance of the stock market now in the last three or four months since Trump was elected or, you know, basically, you know, back in November. It's insane. Well, no, it's stupid. I mean, the the price-to-earnings ratio on these corporations is, is ridiculous. But remember, the banks have bought up almost all of the New York Stock Exchange, exactly what they did with the Weimar Republic back in the 20s. And so at the end of the inflation cycle, at the end of the growth cycle, the banks come out owning all of the blue chip stocks. They also bought up a lot of gold and silver with the, with the, uh, with the Deutschmarks that they were inflating back in the twenties. So at the end of the whole thing, the international bankers again, who rule the world, basically still rule the world. And so that's what we've got to be really, really careful of right now because of 21,000 Dow, are you kidding me? That's almost ridiculous. I mean, it doesn't make any sense why it's pushing, 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 pushing. And this is just that Trump bump. 
That's all this is. It's a Trump balance. But, guys, the precious metals, because of the M1 money supply, should have gone through the roof right now. The silver should be $40, $50, $60 an ounce right now. Gold should be 3000 an ounce right now because of the inflation of the M1 money supply, which is the amount of total circulation, money in circulation. I mean, the Fed and themselves, when they were audited by Ron Paul, what they say, Doug, was $16 trillion they weren't, they couldn't account for because they had given it to the international banking community. They didn't know where it had gone, which is a total lie. They knew exactly where it had gone, but they didn't want to divulge that information. But what's interesting about that is that's what's happened with all that money. The banks haven't lent it out. They basically gambled with it in the stock market, and they bought up the blue-chip stocks. They bought up a whole bunch of the stock market, which is exactly what happened with the money from Germany. If you read Jim Mars' books, you know, the Fourth Reich, that's what happened with a lot of the money that was in Germany from the, what money they had stolen. A lot, of the, a, lot of, a lot of them believe they found King Solomon's mines. I mean, who knows? They had a lot of cash, and they had a lot of gold. And they, they, that was all deposited at the Bank for International Settlements there in Basel. And all that money was basically distributed through their subsidiary corporations and their shell corporations throughout the whole world in order to buy up corporations. We know they did that. So we don't really understand everything that's happening to us right now. But I guarantee you, this is a plan. This is a hierarchical plan. And they've given Trump just a little bit of slack to try to do what he's going to do, but they're not going to let him go out and do what he wants to do unless he takes down the CIA, unless he takes down the international banking cartel, unless he takes down the Federal Reserve Bank, and unless he does all of these things, and he does them very, very quickly, because unless he's already had the talk, the talk could go like this, you got a beautiful family, you want to keep them around, we're going to let you be a good president, you're going to go down in history as a great president, everybody's going to love you, we're going to have unprecedented prosperity, but you're not going to do what you want to do. We're going to tell you what you're going to do, and we're going to give you a little bit to do this stuff with, and we're going to put a stop to anything past that. This is what happened to John F. Kennedy, you know, with the deep state and the CIA and the, you know, and all the stuff that happened as far as the, the secrecy that was surrounding the, the CIA after the 1947 with Roswell. All Ted, of this Ted, stuff started. I got to ask you, I didn't mean, uh, well, uh, yeah, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but have you read The Devil's Chessboard by David Talbot? Oh, I'd love to read it. Doug, send me the link and I'll buy it. I'll get it online. I'll read it next time before I do another show with you. Yeah, I, I had the occasion to finish that up. It's not an easy read. I mean, it's a, you know, the, it, it's a huge book, but uh, it goes into Dulles and it goes. It's got a chapter on Dulles toward the end, uh, Kennedy Dulles, and um, exactly what you're talking about right there with respect yeah. to Kennedy and yeah. and the deep state back then. It, so it all fits together. So I just wanted to ask if you because that sounded almost. Uh, like you were referencing that book. Well, no, let me read something that James wrote. I, li- I like this, and it says that, uh, he says, we're being farmed and asset stripped by the bankers. American soldiers have been used as profit-making cannon, fodder in all wars engineered by the banksters to liberate cheap natural resources for their corporate cronies. Our assets are being continuously stripped by the banksters, charging pernicious usury for renting what should have been our own money in the first place. Now this ever happened. And he goes on to say, Ever since the top brass of the U.S. Army Air Corps, which later became the U.S. Air Force, decided that the Roswell crash had to be suppressed, a revolutionary change occurred in U.S. intel. Thus, the Roswell crash flying saucer story was immediately excised from the major mass media, and the flimsy cover story was substituted that a weather balloon had crashed. And so they kept the stuff super, super, super secret. And then it goes on the foreign technology back engineering program at Patterson Army Air Force, base, later become Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, was being used to basically do all the things that we have today in our technology, so many of them. This is the Alien ET Recovery Program and back engineering of these anti-gravity craft led to deep black and beyond black unacknowledged programs buried deep within certain aeronautical and defense contractors, which performed off-the-book secret alliances with the United States Air Force and alternatively 
the United States Navy, which Dave Todges has talked about. And then he says, I'm just reading parts of this, and he goes, the banksters who sit at the top of the pyramid structure are the big boys of the hierarchy. That is the illegal, unconstitutional, private central banksters. They asset strip we the people of vast amounts of wealth through issuing fake money, funny money. We've talked about that, and your, your listeners are fully aware of this. It's obviously, obviously it's an extreme RICO fraud to charge America's pernicious usury to use what should have been their own money in the first place that isn't even real money. This funny money is accepted only because there are legal, unconstitutional laws requiring it to be accepted as legal tender. Then he goes on to say these banksters basically viewed Roswell as a great opportunity to lock down all of America by expanding the World War II concept of locking down secrecy. And it says the CIA was set up by the Third Reich Nazi intel brought over under Operation Paperclip, this is true, by Gellin and Mueller with full support of Dulles, there you go, Doug, and Prescott Bush, even though Bush had his Union Bank assets seized and his hands slapped for supporting the Nazis. And this goes on, it's a really good article if you guys want to read through the whole thing. And he starts talking about how the Bushes were involved in all of this stuff and how George Bush was directly involved, which I personally believe, this is my own opinion, in the assassination of JFK, Martin Luther King, and, and Bobby Kennedy. And he said the third right became the fourth right by buying all of these different corporations. And then a secret war between the United States Air Force and the U.S. Navy kind of started as far as what they were doing. And so it's really a good article which talks about the banks. I don't agree with everything in the article. It's got some really, really good points in it. But the reality is this. I mean, we've got a major, major problem here in the United States of what's happening as far as the bankers controlling everything because they already own the major news. We already know that. And so it's not something that we can, they can try to hide. I mean, what is it? What 90, 95% of the media is owned by six, seven corporations. I mean, this is some crazy stuff. So they're censoring the news. They're actually doing everything they can to prevent us from telling the truth. That's why the alternative media, which is the new Gutenberg press, has basically flourished everywhere we go because what's happened is we've, we're in a situation now that the media has finally caught up to the Gutenberg press as far as the alternative media. And quite frankly, you know, shows like yours and Alex Jones and, and my show and Dave Hodges and Sheila and a bunch of other ones, we actually have a much larger viewership now and a listenership than the mainstream does, except for perhaps some of the top things they put out as far as new specials, etc. And so the crazy thing is this. They don't want us doing this, Doug. They don't want us talking about what they're doing and how they're planning on doing things because it's all about censorship. It's like the 5G phone networks that are coming out, this new band that they're setting up where they're going to put you know, hundreds, thousands of more cell towers everywhere to bathe us in even more Wi-Fi radiation. They don't have any idea what this is going to do to us, but we do know this. They probably need, because they've chipped us now with the smart dust and the micro dust, et cetera. We've talked about that in shows. And they need to have closer antennae to us to be able to read our, our, our thoughts and our emotions and our, 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 our energy field that we're putting out. And so this whole thing is getting really, really, really weird. And this is some really advanced technology that they're using. And again, I believe this was either given to them by these interdimensionals, because, you know, I believe a lot of this fallen angel technology was given to us, but I think that's where Atlantis came from. And I also believe that this fallen angel technology is something that is being used against us right now to continue to enslave the race. Because remember, these are Luciferians at the top end. These are psychopaths, sociopaths. They don't have any remorse. They don't have any feelings. They don't care whether they hurt somebody or kill somebody or if they bomb and kill, kill half a million people in Dresden in 1945 or if they bomb the, the, the Holy Land. Poo out of Iraq or Syria. They don't care. 
these guys consider themselves to be a different species than we are. They consider themselves to be better than we are, and they consider us to be a subspecies. And they they're, they consider themselves to be the benign de Nephilim, sons of the fallen, tracing their lineage all the way back to Lucifer, back to Nimrod. And so fallen angels. And so this whole thing has to be tied back together. That's what I love about Steve Quayle stuff. Steve ties all of this stuff back together in little bundles like I do, like Paul McGuire does also, because what we do is we look at this entirety because something else is going on. We have to understand this is not what we think it is. Everything's like you said, this big chessboard, this three-dimensional chessboard that's going on, and there are all these little figures are playing all of these different pieces, and they're doing all of these different things. I mean, Donald Trump, in a true world, if he was given complete autonomy to do what he said he was going to do, you know, it'd be pretty amazing. But now he's found out that they don't have the money to basically build the wall. Congress has to appropriate the money to build the wall. And they only found $20 million to build the wall. They need $10 billion to build the wall. So now Congress has to approve building the wall. And who knows if that's going to ever happen or not, Doug. Uh, that's true. Congress hasn't done anything. But, 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 you know, I'm sure there are other ways. However, I mean, how many federal employees does it take to have, to, to make that much money. Um, how many federal employees can we cut? Well, why would we, why don't we stop supporting the illegal aliens that come into the country and use that money to build a wall? There you go. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Folks, we're talking with Dr. Ted Brewer. He is our guest. Healthmasters.com is the website. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get into more geopolitical news and health news with Dr. Ted and his wife. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Greenovative. Go to HagmanReport.com. Click on the link to Greenovative. What Greenovative is, it's a small company in Florida. They created something called the GMAG Power Cell. It produces electricity by adding salt water to this unit that recharges rechargeable batteries. It's the coolest thing you'll ever see in your life. It's really neat. Really a, a super device. All right, You need just two teaspoons of ordinary table salt, a little water, but a thing, you're charging your rechargeable batteries. Super GMAG chargeable is affordable. It's lightweight, weighs about 8 ounces. It's durable. It's EMP proof. And it's environmentally friendly. Yeah, that it is. It'll provide safe and convenient power for recharging uh, six AA batteries off the grid. When other power sources aren't available anywhere, anytime, in any weather, day or night, go to greenovative.com. That's greenovative.com. Perhaps you're a business out there, a small business. Would you like to extend the reach of your business? I bet you would. Would you like to, to have the same opportunities as companies such as Omaha Steaks and Pro Flowers and Casper Mattress and some of the bigger companies out there? Would you like to have that same power? Advertise on our program. Go to HagmanandHagman.com or send an email to opportunities at HagmanandHagman.com. If you go to HagmanReport.com and HagmanandHagman.com, there's a link where you can, you can, you can, it's a big red box. You'll see it. You'll see it. Click on that link. And go ahead and read the benefits that we have created for you. I think it's, I think it's a fabulous opportunity. For investors, timberland has become the symbol of safety. Global tropical timber demand continues to surge as the world's population increases. The need for managed, sustainable timber production forests has never been greater. When stock markets crash, 
Trees keep growing. Direct ownership of fully managed tropical timberland acreage is now available to accredited investors. Prime, valuable hardwood groves close to the beautiful Costa Rican border generate and maintain superior long-term wealth. Consider visiting our forest plantations. Qualified, accredited investors should go to PreciousTimberProfits.com or dial 855-888-6288 for more information. Call 855-888-6288 or visit PreciousTimberProfits.com. TimberProfits.com. This announcement does not constitute either an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offering made by prospectus only. 855-888-6288. PreciousTimberProfits.com. Our guest this evening is Dr. Ted Brewer of HealthMasters.com. Bookmark his website and check out the radio show he does with the Sun Austin each and every day, uh, weekday here on Global Star Radio Network. There's a, a 24-hour listen line on uh, HealthMasters.com where you can listen to the show via your phone any time of the day. Let's bring back Dr. Ted and uh, let's jump right in. And also, Joe, every night at 10 o'clock on Global Star, we have the next hour after your show because, you know, we love your listeners that much. We went ahead and we, we, we replay this show. So if you're listening on Global Star, just stay tuned for the next hour. I want to show you a new product that we've developed here, Doug. This is great. We have taken our multiple vitamin, our multiple, 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 multiple vitamin, and we have put together a vegan program. Now, here's why we put it, made it vegan. Because a lot of people have problems with milk allergies and they can't use whey. So a lot of people are also trying to reduce the total amount of animal protein they're putting into their diets, which is very, very good. So we use an all-organic, non-GMO pea and rice protein, which is actually a complete protein. And believe it or not, it tastes good. And it's also a multiple vitamin. So it's a phenomenal product. I love it. I use it on a regular basis. And for those mornings that you're in a hurry or just those mornings you want to just make sure you get what you need for a multiple vitamin and get some good protein because you got to have protein to maintain that lean muscle mass that we talked about in the first 30 minutes. I take a scoop of this or scoop, two scoops of this every single morning. Now, I've done something really big on this one for you guys, for your listeners, that I didn't even, I didn't even promote this on my own show today. Uh, this is a 30% off coupon. This thing, this product sells for like $39, and we're going to make it 30% off. It's going to be like $28 for this product. So it's a phenomenal, phenomenal. That's good phenomenal. stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. And that, that, that's the vegan. Uh, you've got a non-vegan kind, right? Oh, we all, yeah, we do. We have both. But this, this, this is the one that's on sale right now. Okay. And we, we also have it in vanilla and it's also in chocolate. The chocolate will be available next week. I mean, the vanilla will be available next week. The chocolate's available right now. And it's like, it's like 30% off. And our margins are around 30%. So, right. so we're, we're, I want to share this with your listeners tonight. But so the coupon code is Doug30. Doug30. Okay. I'm going to write this down. Hang on. I'm going to write this down, guys. Doug30. And, and that's for. The ultimate multiple vegan protein food. And by the way, it tastes very, very good. And so if you don't want to use the whey protein, because remember, one of the problems with eating too much meat, I'm going to share with you that this is, that's why I use a vegan protein every morning for my shake. And the reason I do that is this. If you get too much meat, it elevates your blood urea. Now your blood urea is the undigested protein basically in your blood. It's more complicated than that, but that's a good way of looking at it. And what happens is this. It makes your blood thicker. You kind of get like blood sludge. And so when you eat a lot of animal protein, like a lot of beef, and you shouldn't be eating pork at all. Pork does it really badly. It makes the blood a lot thicker. It increases the viscosity of the blood. 
The vegetable protein doesn't do that. So it keeps the blood thinner so it flows easier. That's one of the primary reasons of heart disease and arterial disease is because the blood is so thick the heart's having to pound all the time to push this blood through. I mean, think about it. Is it easier to pump water through a pump or, or, or cold honey through a pump? And when your blood's really, really thick because we get too many animal proteins, you really kind of need to back off some of that. That's why I always use a vegan protein every single morning for my protein shake because I want to keep the blood thin throughout the day because at the age of 61 now, I realize it's very important to maintain proper cardiovascular circulation, and it's just this is really, really just important to get enough protein every single morning because if you don't have enough protein in your diet, and a lot of people who are past the age of 30 and 40 simply don't do that anymore, what ends up happening is you can't maintain that lean muscle mass, and you start losing that 7% of that muscle every 10 years. So you don't want to do that. But that's a 30% off coupon. We operate about a 30% margin. This is right at cost on us. And so that's why I wanted to go ahead and let you guys just try the product, see if you like it. I've never offered a 30% off coupon before with Hagman, with anybody, actually. I just don't really do that unless we have a special promo or something at the office. But I've never done that on a national talk show. But I want to bless you guys with this. It's going to be like $28. If you get, I think, four of those, I guess now you'd get free shipping on top of that. So, guys, try it. Use it in the morning. Plus, it's a multiple vitamin on top of everything else. And it's the vegan protein. And it's non-GMO. And it's organic. So, it's a great, great product. Okay, let's go ahead and do a couple more health articles. Then we'll jump back into the other stuff when Sharon comes back. Uh, here's another article on lemons. This is what, and I've talked about this before, but they keep coming out. Lemons are incredible as a source of vitamin C, help to, help to detox your body, improve digestion, alkalinize your system. They also act as a weight loss appetite suppressant. But it does something else. When you use one ounce of fresh lemon juice to nine ounces of water, it really strengthens the liver and strengthens the pancreas. And it's one of the things that you can do if, you have, if you're an adult onset diabetic. You can really, really strengthen your body to start utilizing the insulin again properly. In fact, that's one of the things that we recommend people that have elevated blood sugar and they want to reduce it back to a normal level. We recommend that they use the one ounce of lemon for nine ounces of water. You can sweeten it with stevia. You can put ice in it and make lemonade. It's delicious, along with the cinnamon product that we carry. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal product. When you do it like that and you stack it, there's some turmeric in with it. In almost every single case I've seen, it helps to restore natural blood sugar. And, in fact, in the, uh, in the Diabetic Journal of India so if you're using turmeric on a regular basis, you totally prevent even coming down with adult-onset diabetes. So, guys, it's really important because diabetes is a major problem in the United States, and we really have to take a look at it. Yale Law School. This is amazing. This is from Yale. This is from the Ivy League schools. School of Medicine. Neuropsychiatric disorders are associated with vaccinations. Wow, I never thought I'd see this from a major university like this. There are questions being raised about children who are diagnosed with neuropsychiatric disorders and their association with vaccinations. According to the results, of a pilot case study published in the Frontiers of Psychiatry, Child and Adolescent Psychiatry last month. The study, which was conducted by the researchers at Yale University of Medicine and the Pennsylvania State College. Now, this is insane. It says that these, these different vaccines are directly affecting brain development in these children, especially if the mother takes them when she's pregnant. Data suggests that link between influenza vaccine and anorexia nervosa diagnosis. And U.S. Special Claims Court had a 1188% increase and payouts for the flu vaccine injuries. So finally, mainstream medicine is coming in and saying there's some major issues with vaccinations with kids, and we really need to be taking care of our kids, and especially with pregnant women. Dr. Paul Thomas says it's insane that the media does not want a commission on vaccine safety. This is an interesting article. He said, Dr. Paul Thomas, medical doctor, is a board-certified pediatrician, Doug and Joe, with a thriving medical practice in Oregon, 
He is neither an anti-vaccine or pro-vaccine. His belief, which today tragically is in minority among most physicians, is that the health of our children should come first and that every one should want safe vaccines. A pediatrician, Dr. Paul Thomas, agrees with Robert De Niro. Let's find out the truth about vaccines, and let's take a look at what's going on. Now, some of the things they found is this. One of the biggest myths being propagated is the complaint is that the compliant mainstream media today is that doctors are either pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine. It's not true. Basically, a lot of doctors are on the fence with this. They just want safe vaccines. I have a friend of mine who's a pilot. That's how he feels. However, nothing, he's also a medical doctor. However, nothing could be further from the truth. Doctors are not unified at all on their positions regarding the science of vaccines, nor are they unified in the position of removing informed consent to medical procedures like vaccines. And very few doctors fall into either of these two extremist positions. And this is an excellent article because what it's saying is that doctors are now starting to question why in the world so many kids are coming down with autism after they get vaccines. And here's an interesting article, Doug. This is an emergency physician. And he actually is a, uh, he was talking about, the, 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 this is an ER doctor. He was on, he was on this is the article by Gary Barnes. Gary Barnes, and he says, the Seattle, Seattle screening of Vax was a large success. However, the biggest sign that success would not be the enthusiastic, open-minded crowds racing the theater. Rather, an ER doctor and his wife who confessed to declining the flu vaccine. He and his wife have clearly educated themselves beyond medical schools indoctrinations on vaccines. And here's what the ER doctor said, Doug. This is very, very important. I had his name in the other article that I would printed, but it didn't come out on this one. He said, I'm an emergency room physician, and I've seen a lot of kids coming in after having vaccines, had seizures, even to the point that I believe that sudden infant death syndrome has been misdiagnosed. It's probably vaccine injury in some cases. And then I call the pediatricians and I say, Look, you know this kid in here? You just gave him shots the other day, and they're having seizures. Obviously, the vaccine is causing it, and just having a total denial from the pediatrician. He goes, I've seen it happen over and over and over again. There's a great article, and it's called Vaccine Roulette by Dr. Mendelssohn, and he was a pediatrician. He wrote a book, How to Raise a Healthy Child in Spite of Your Pediatrician, and he also wrote Confessions of a Medical Heretic. These are older books that you can get for like a penny a piece online. And he said that a lot of the problems of sudden and death syndrome, Doug, that he felt and he believed were directly because of vaccinations because a large percentage of the SID deaths occurred within 36 to 48 hours after the vaccinations were given. And see, this is stuff now that we're starting to see in mainstream medicine and medical doctors are seeing this all over and they're questioning the efficacy of these products and we should be giving them this time. And remember, the first year... The child's immune system doesn't even work with vaccines. It doesn't even do anything. The mother is supposed to be providing those antibodies through her milk to that child. And when you start giving these young infants these vaccines for the first year, it's a complete and total waste of time anyhow. You should go ahead, if you're going to do the vaccines, and you, here's, here's, let's, let's do the math on it. If we know that there's a, a higher risk of autism with kids who have vaccines, and this is proven with the MMR vaccine by Dr. William Thompson at the CDC, came out, went public with it. If we know that's the case, if we know that's true, then why don't we do this? If you really want to have vaccines for your children, which I think is something you really need to reevaluate if you do, but if you want to, that's okay. It's your choice. It's your kid. Why don't you just slow down the vaccines that you're giving these kids and not give them any for the first year and maybe start giving them maybe at the fourth year, and they're four years old, before they go to school, if you're worried about not getting them to your school system. Because there's no, re- there's no requirement for you to give these kids vaccines before they go to school. That's what I always tell my parents that come into the office. 
You decide what's best for your children. But remember, if the only reason you're vaccinating the kids is to get them into a public school system, you can always wait until they're four. Or if you're still concerned about vaccines, when you start doing research, you can go ahead and get a religious immunization waiver, which is legal in most states now except for California. And, of course, a lot of other states are trying to follow that. And, again, this vaccine agenda is part of that Jason thing, as far as I'm concerned, that was brought back. We talked about that a few months ago on different ways to reduce the population of the planet. <laughs> Trump gives the pen to Dow Chemical CEO after signing executive order to help eliminate regulations. Guys, I don't know the entire extent of Dow Chemical and what they're planning on doing for regulations, but I hope they keep our, our rivers and our streams clean. Very, very important. This is another article that came in from Alexandra Bruce. She's the uh, author and she's the web, webmaster for Forbidden Knowledge TV. She's a born-again Christian, very, very nice lady. And she was doing a story last month, and I want to share this with you guys because I forgot to do it, on Dan Olmsted. Dan Olmsted was on the was the investigative journalist, founder, editor of AgeofAutism.com, who was found dead on January the 24th of what officially was called natural causes by the coroner without an autopsy. She said, I was on the phone with a, with a private investigator friend last Friday, and he got a call on the other line, and it was from the family of Dan Olmsted. Remember last, remember two years ago, Doug, we did the show with you guys on Dr. Bradstreet dying and a few of the other ones, Dr. Gonzalez dying who were working in the autism field and now another one is gone. Olmsted, this guy by the way is brilliant if you watch his research on thimerosal. Olmsted's family was contacting the, the, the investigator to intervene because law enforcement was preventing them from conducting an autopsy on Dan's body while threatening to cremate him against their wishes. They were trying to halt the cremation, but according to an anonymous post I read at Able Danger, with conflicting details, which that means it's not sure, it appears that Dan's body may have already been cremated by the time that the family reached out for help. Ironically, or not so ironically, listen to this, this is going to blow your mind. Olmsted had just written an article about the rash of unusual deaths among healthy and youngish holistic doctors in 2016, a number that has now climbed over 60 in 18 months. That's, those are numbers, those are facts. Here's the, here's the other thing. The dog is going to mess your head, mess with your head. Olmsted's death is all the more suspicious because he was scheduled to meet with Donald Trump that day to present his evidence for the vaccine autism link. How crazy is that? Wow. Wow. So, I mean, so this Olmsted guy, you need to go to his website before it's pulled down and really look at and review his stuff and get his books because he's a very brilliant guy. But he was supposed to meet with Donald Trump that day, found dead. No autopsy, natural causes, okay, all over again. Remember the guy Mendelssohn that I was telling you about who wrote all his books as far as with the vaccines? Found dead, in his bed, no autopsy, natural causes, like 62 years of age. This has happened like 20, 25 years ago. January, like, January 24th is when he passed away, and I just want to mention that um, the uh, rash of unusual deaths surrounding these these types of doctors uh, they number right now is over 60 in less than 18 months. Right. That's right. Dropping faster than Russian ambassadors personnel. <laughs> the, the sad part about it, and the thing, the thing I'm happy about, and I mean, let me share with your listeners, okay? I'm no longer in practice. I no longer see patients. I no longer have this going on. And the, the vaccine thing is not my primary agenda, nor is autism. I've never sold Nagalase. I don't know where to get, I'm, I'm sorry, I've never sold GCMF, AF which has been used to treat nagalase problems. We did a whole show on this. 
And I'm not suicidal, and I'm not taking any medications. I don't take drugs. So, guys, listen to me for a second. When you talk about this stuff, like with Hagman and Hagman on this show tonight or my show, and you and you make it, you you talk about it, you explain to you what's going on, like with Olmstead. You know, this is some dangerous territory we're trotting in. Here's another study: poor gut health has been linked to Parkinson's disease. Uh, we have two probiotics at the office that are phenomenal. Other people say we have a hundred million, a million. And, you know, live bacteria in our blends. Our minimum is 2 billion per capsule. And then we have another capsule that has 100 billion live probiotics per capsule. Uh, they're phenomenal depending on what you want to do with them. And it says a gut health could play a primary role in the onset of Parkinson's disease. Scientists, by the way, it's also been linked to a bunch of other things too, including depression. Scientists at California Institute of Technology found a link between gut health and central nervous system disorder. It was on to say that gut microbes and the benefits of probiotics have already received quite a bit of publicity. It says Parkinson's disease is caused by an accumulation of abnormally shaped proteins in the brain's neurons, and that gut probiotics can help prevent this, and they've also been linked with positive neural development and healthy cognitive abilities. By contrast, contrast, gut health problems have also been correct, have also corrected brain and mood issues, including depression, anxiety, and autism. That says to eat more sauerkraut, kombucha, organic raw fruits and vegetables, and pickles to help your gut. I personally eat sauerkraut every single day, and I try to drink a bottle of kombucha every day, but sometimes I don't get to that. But I do take my probiotics every single day. And I actually mix them right at my protein shake in the morning that I have with my, my vegan protein. And it really, really helps to keep your gut healthy. It's keep you, it helps keep you healthy, too. Because remember, if you've ever been on a cycle of antibiotics or if you've ever cycled suffers with yeast infections or been on antibiotics, you've probably destroyed most of your intestinal flora. Those intestinal flora are also used by the body to manufacture certain nutrients and vitamins, especially the B vitamins that your body needs to absorb and to stay healthy. So you've got to keep that gut floor really, 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 really healthy. And most people, because of antibiotics on a regular basis of foods that contain antibiotics, they've really wiped out a lot of the gut floor. Also, what does that is sucralose. It's a chlorinated hydrocarbon artificial sweetener, Doug. It's kind of like eating a pesticide. It's unbelievably bad. And it contains chlorine, which wipes out the gut floor also. So if you're drinking products with sucralose in them, you're probably going to have gut issues. You're probably going to have all kinds of health problems later on down the road. So stay away from these different types of products. They're incredibly bad for you. Got anything you want to say about that, Doug? No. I have a question, uh, uh, Ted. And you might have this article in your in your stack there. But I saw, and I thought this is what you were going to hit on when you talked about the, the study of the stomach. I saw an article uh, about a study yesterday or the day before that talked about a huge increase in intestinal cancer, stomach, and colon cancer in people who were under the age of 40. And I don't know if, if you came across this, but they talked about how in Europe and other countries, uh, in other Western countries, that these stomach cancers are mostly um, amongst the older population, above 60 years and older. But for some reason here in America, they're seeing a almost an epidemic level, uh, an amount of increase in people who are uh, 40 and under who are getting these stomach cancers. At just yeah. a ridiculously young age. Well, no, if, if you take a, a mouse, a rat, and you give them GMO foods that have been soaked down with glyphosate, within 90 days they're covered with cancerous tumors. I have pictures of them on my website. Um, this is not some exaggeration. This is not, I'm not talking hyperbole here. And so the rats, the reason it happens to them so quickly is because they have such a short lifespan. 
with humans, it takes a few years, and then pretty soon you start having all of these horrible stomach cancers, intestinal cancers, and plus you can also attribute some of that to sodium nitrite. The sodium nitrite is not nearly as bad, you know, in minor dosing as you would with GMOs and pesticides, and you know, and also you have to deal with the the, uh, the, sucr- the sucralose, and so you have to look at all of these different chemicals that we're putting into our bodies on an ongoing basis and what they're doing to us. I mean, just this week, I had a, I had about two weeks ago, I had a pastor call me up. And his wife was deathly ill, deathly ill, deathly ill. I mean, Dave Hodges did this, a, did this a few months ago. He was deathly, he couldn't shake a, a cough and a hack that he had and had like a flu thing for weeks. And I sent Dave the package, you know, our healthy immune system protocol, and he, he was better within a day. Uh, she called me up, he called me up, and she'd been sick for three weeks. And the problem is, is that, you know, she wasn't getting enough vitamin D, she wasn't getting enough potassium iodine, she wasn't getting these nutrients in her body in high enough concentration along with vitamin C, because they thought by eating a healthy, clean, vegan diet, vegetable diet primarily doing juices they were getting all the nutrients they do and need and the problem is you simply don't because of the environmental contaminants that our body is always forced to process and get rid of you have to take supplements to be healthy you say well I don't want to take supplements okay I don't either I don't want to take supplements either but I take them because I like the way I feel from them and I like the energy they give me because I feel great all of the time I mean I mentioned this earlier I'm 61 years old no meds I mean, everything works. My body works. I mean, I work out six days a week. I, I, mean, I don't color my hair. I mean, everything works. And because the B vitamins and the zinc keep your hair color this natural color would be as you get older. And so what you have to understand is this. Supplements are a hassle. I agree. I don't like taking pills. That's why we have supplements like this protein powder that we mentioned that we just showed you a minute ago. That's a multiple vitamin along with vegan protein. And it gives you the multiple nutrients that your body needs throughout the day. But the thing about it is, is this. The food has been so processed, so adulterated, Joe, and the GMO foods are so poisonous that if you're not getting sufficient quantities of antioxidants, of vitamin C, D, E, selenium, you know, in your diet, potassium iodine, all these things that work so, that are so important, these minerals and vitamins, your body can't handle the onslaught of the GMO foods. And even that is going to give you a problem if you keep eating that stuff and that's all you eat. That's why I try to feed my family only organic because I realize how important it is to eat organic and foods that aren't sprayed with glyphosate. Remember, there's like 15, 16 foods now that are sprayed right before harvest. It's been approved by the Food and Drug Administration, right, and been approved by the, by the farming people. You, they spray these, these crops like wheat with glyphosate a week before they're harvested. Now you think, well, why would they do that? Well, because of what it does, it dehydrates them. It acts as a desiccant. It dries the crop up, and it makes the combine give a higher yield. So if they spend $10 per acre on spraying this with an airplane with Roundup or glyphosate, what is happening, it may give them a $40 increase per yield on grains that they pull from that crop. So they get like a 4 to 1 payback. If those are the numbers, I don't know the actual numbers, but obviously if there's an economic incentive to do it, and that's why they do it. So what ends up happening is, then we get this product that's been sprayed with Roundup or glyphosate, and now it's poisonous because glyphosate is poisonous to humans. There's over 10 different types of cancers that were proven that the that Monsanto knew about in their research they did back in the 70s and the 80s that was found out through the Exchange and you know, Freedom Information Act, which I've covered before on your show. And now we're eating this glyphosate that's been baked directly into the breads and into the pastries and everything else. That's the problem with it. And that's one of the reasons that we start getting these intestinal cancers. Then on top of that... Now we're going to put the GMOs in our body, the GMO corn, GMO soy, all these GMO products. That's why I said this is a vegan, organic, all-natural, non-GMO product that hasn't been sprayed with a bunch of pesticides as far as a peat rice protein base. That's why it's so important that you have those types of products 
every single day. Keep your blood thin, keep your energy up, and as a multiple vitamin. Because Joe, if you want, if you go to my website, you look at the pictures of those rats. They're covered in cancerous tumors within 90 days after they've been given GMO foods. You'll understand why we're having this huge outbreak and rash of intestinal tumors and deaths with these folks that are dying of this stuff at a very, very young age. Because remember, yeah. the globalists want to destroy us. They want to reduce the population. And, um, you know, sadly, in this, in this article, and folks, if you want to read this for yourself, it was from the Daily Mail on the 28th. It took to the comment section till somebody finally mentioned that GMOs were the reason for this. And um, it's the title is Millennial Bowel Cancer Crisis. Young people are four times more likely to develop the disease than previous generations due to their terrible diets. It says, but now three in ten people are diagnosed with uh, in America with um, some type of bowel cancer under the age of 55. And they say that it's due to diet and inactivity uh, that's driving up these rates globally. But they also go on to say that this is something uh, like the early 1800s. They haven't seen uh, these type of cancers and these numbers in younger people since um, the 1800s, early 1800s and before, saying this is a change from previous generations. And I, I would agree that, and I'm obviously not a doctor, but the, the GMOs have to be um, a huge factor because what has changed in the last 100, 200 years? That's right. Uh, in fact, Fred Bell wrote, you know, on the Jason, the Jason scholars, they said there were three things they have to do as far as re- to, to re- for the planet. It says, and it says all three alternatives included birth control, sterilization, and introduction of deadly microbes to control and slow the growth of the Earth's population. AIDS and Ebola are only several of these plans. There were others. It was decided the population must be reduced and controlled, and it would be in the best interest of the human race to rid ourselves of the undesirable elements of society. The joint U.S.-Soviet Union leadership dismissed Alternative 1 but ordered to begin work on Alternatives 2 and 3. Uh, they want to basically reduce the population. This is the Jason scholars. You can read Fred Bell's work and see that. And that's just one of the things they wanted to do, and this is what they plan on doing. This is what they are doing. I mean, think about this for a second. With the Dark Act that was passed by Obama again, over 90% of the population of our United States wants to know what they're eating. They want to know if the food's GMO. They want to know if it's poisonous. Look what happened to Chipotle's last year. Chipotle's was having unprecedented growth, non-GMO food, all of this advertising, all of this growth. Boom. Everybody starts getting sick of Chipotle's. And now they started to, now they finally come back and say, hey, look, look, they were sabotage. Well, of course they were. They want you to eat GMO foods. They want you to eat glyphosate. They want you to use Roundup in your yards. They want you to use Atrazine in your yard. They want you to put all this poison in them on the on the on the ground so your children will run it at barefoot. This is what they want. They want to reduce your population. They want to use gender bending chemicals on you, and that's what their goal is. And the sad part about this is the vast majority of our population has no idea this is going on. I mean, I still go to the grocery store. I've stopped doing it now because I just don't want to listen to it. And in fact, we pretty much have everything coming in organic anyhow, so we don't go to the grocery store much anymore. And people are still buying white bread. They're still buying all this junk with MSG and trash. And they think it's okay because when you ask them about it, they say, well, it's what we do. This is how we eat. And they really don't care. And that's sad to me, Joe and Doug. Yeah, it is. And uh, maybe when we come back, I got a question about GMOs or at least the companies that say, uh, you know, that make it a point to say that they're GMO free. Folks, you're listening to the Hagman and Hagman Report with Dr. Ted Brewer of HealthMasters.com. Um, also, their radio show live six days a week here on Global Star Radio Network. Go to healthmasters.com. On the right-hand side, you can get all the show information Monday through Friday, 3 to 4 p.m. and Sunday, 7 to 8 p.m. And check out their 24-hour listen live feed. We'll be right back with Dr. Ted after the short messages. Stay with us.
Visit HagmanReport.com for the news and articles that matter most. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. Folks, I'm going to direct your attention to masterpreps.com, masterpreps.com. Wow. Uh, masterpreps.com, uh, the sponsor of our show, masterpreps.com. That's masterpreps.com. Take a visit there. High-quality items, made-in-America items. I mean, anything, everything you possibly want from uh, cooking uh, utensils, uh, cooking frying pans. To, I mean, it is, it'll blow you away. Absolutely, Eric's. It's insane. I mean, wow. Look at the products. Folks, visit masterpreps.com. Again, welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Report family. Masterpreps.com. I mean, wow, it's insane. Masterpreps.com. Are you ready for what comes next? From all of us at Trading Post in the Woods. We pray you have a healthy, safe, and prosperous 2017. And we would like to thank all of you for welcoming us to the Hagman and Hagman family. You're all a very wonderful and special group of people. Because we believe it is so important for you to work and acquire good health this year, we're going to do something that we've never done before as a thank you to you for your support. We're going to make something available that we believe everyone needs. During the month of January, anyone who invests in their health by purchasing either our American Heritage Remedies Kit, our Survivalist Natural Remedies Kit, or $200 in individual remedies of your choice, we're going to give to you our crisis remedy just in case for free. Your health must be a part of your preparation plan. We're here to help you with that journey. May God bless y'all, and may God bless America. Happy Happy New Year. Year! everyone. This is Joe Charles, the guy whose voice is heard announcing for the Hagman and Hagman Report right here on YouTube and across the Global Star Radio Network. There have been many people wondering whose music is being played during those breaks. Well, you guessed it. And we're very pleased to announce that all that music and 11 brand new songs from the CD New Jerusalem is set for release on April 10th for download on iTunes. You can help support my ministry and be blessed by this awesome, inspiring recording. I have been fortunate to work with some phenomenal musicians from around the world that helped us put this recording together in the studio. Simply go to joecharlesmusic.com and click on the iTunes link. Or, if you'd rather have a CD, we'll send one right out to you. Just leave me your email and we'll get right back to you. And thanks to Doug and Joe Hagman for making this all possible. God bless. Wow, where did that come from? This edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report, we've got Health Masters uh, uh, on tonight. Uh, Sharon Brower from HealthMasters.com. That's where that came from. And uh, we were just talking right before, right during the break, about uh, about a few things. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad that she's she's coming on to talk about uh, an issue. We've got a lot of emails about, you know, so many people right now because of the news cycles, the news information. So many people. Are seem to be uh, their sleep patterns seems to be seem to be disrupted, and I've noticed this among women, women my age, younger, older, whatever, and uh, so 
thankfully, Sharon from HealthMasters.com is on to talk about this very issue. If you are a female specifically, or a, you know, a human in general, and you've got some health issues, or, or um, I'm sorry, sleep issues, uh, pay attention because this is important. And as I said, we this is in response to a lot of emails we've received, and uh, I, I think this is going to be very helpful to you. And I know my wife suffers a lot from uh, difficulty sleeping and uh, has rough nights. I mean, some nights she'll be up until three, four in the morning. Uh, some nights, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it seems to be an epidemic right now. So pay attention to this. This is really good. Before we get to Sharon, I do want to mention, uh, I want to welcome PredDefense.com to our, uh, uh, again, as a sponsor of our show. And I made a mistake, folks. I, I kept referring to my Mossberg when I meant to say my Remington 870. I'm not a gun guy, okay? I, so, and I apologize. I do know what my Mossberg is, but uh, um, that was in my mind. But anyway, the Pred Defense makes a quick reloader for your Remington 870. Now, they are working up some, some prototypes on uh for Mossbergs, but but this is a phenomenal product. Look, self defense. Want to want to reload a shell or want to reload your 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 gun? Um, not the best fine motor skills under pressure. Believe me, this takes care of that problem. It's a fast fastest reload in the industry. Um, on on my Remington 870, I said it right this time. Okay, this works wonders. So. Go to preddefense.com. That's preddefense.com. And I just wanted to clarify that because apparently a lot of people are saying, Hey, where's the, where's the Mossberg one? Well, it's coming probably. So just hang on. Uh, so I thank you for your, um, I apologize for that mix up and thank you for understanding. Pred, P-R-E-D, defense.com. All right. With us is Sharon Brower. Sharon, we're going to turn it over to you, ma'am. Fire away. Okay, fire away. Well, I'm ready to go. You talked about sleep deprivation or sleep disruption, and it has become an epidemic, especially um, in women. And it's funny because women are, well, we have a tendency to be more right-brained, and men, they have a tendency to be more left-brained. And the problem is the right brain is more of a creative type part of the brain, and so we have a tendency to take everything to bed, repeat it, replay it over and over again at night, worry about it, which we shouldn't worry because the Bible says worry is a sin, which I'm guilty, probably like everyone else. But it is a problem. As a matter of fact, uh, we were under a, uh, quite a bit of stress a couple weeks ago. We do have teenagers, enough said. And I was having some issues. But we know how to fix it. We This is what we do for a living at Health Masters. That's, we just have taken our life and just put it into trying to help people get set free from sickness and disease by preventative health care or through nutritional and nutraceuticals. So that's what we really do for a living. So we usually can find an answer. It may take a a little bit longer than other times. But men have a tendency to go to sleep faster. And I'm not saying all men do. There's always that exception. But for instance, my husband, you know, I've got an alpha male here. And it's so frustrating. I think sometimes I can't sleep because I get so frustrated that he goes to sleep so fast and I'm still trying to go to sleep. I don't know if any women can relate to me, but Ted will say, well, I'll be asleep in about 30 seconds, and he's not kidding. 
And I'm so mad because I'm tossing and turning and thinking about what happened over the week and what I'm going to do tomorrow and what I'm going to do next week and my schedule and what needs to be done. And he's over there just snoring and he's already in dreamland. And I've had to do several things. For one thing, I had to buy earplugs. It was either that or go to another bedroom. And we're too young not to have, you know, to have separate bedrooms. I really think, you know, that's usually when you get older. But, um, Doug, I went out and got these earplugs, and people say, how do you sleep with earplugs? Well, I went to Walmart and got their, they're almost like a wax, and they form to your ear, and I've gotten really used to them. They really do help pretty much, I'd say, about 80% of the noise. Now, they're not the ones that you wear when you go to the firing range, not the little rubber ones, but they do stay in well. They block a lot of the noise, and a lot of times, if you turn the opposite direction of your spouse, then, you know, you don't, it's not as loud either. But that was one of the problems is that he would go to sleep so fast. Well, now I try and take a melatonin 30 minutes before he does so I can at least go to sleep a little bit faster. But the main reason for the sleep disruption is stress. And if you, if, if I'm going to go through it and, and Ted's a lot better at this than I am when it comes to technical stuff. Because he is the biochemist and the researcher and the naturopath and all that. But what I found is that stress, as far as sleeping, involves two main hormones. It raises the cortisol and it raises the adrenaline. Now, when you raise the adrenaline, you cause adrenal fatigue. And that's not good because that's going to cause you not to sleep. When the adrenal hormones become low, it also can contribute to low blood sugar. Now, if you have low blood sugar and you're trying to sleep, the the low blood sugar is going to signal the internal alarm clock inside of you, and it disrupts your sleep, and it's to say, wake up and refuel. In other words, you need to eat something. And usually that means you're waking up between like 1 and 3 a.m. in the morning. And Doug, like you said, your wife, uh, you said that she had been waking up. Is she sleeping at all now, or what's going on? Well, no, I mean, she... uh... Uh, sometimes she'll she'll go to bed at uh, mid midnight and then not not fall asleep until three four in the morning. Okay, so she's having hard time going to sleep. That's one problem, and then there's another problem is waking up and not going being able to go back to sleep. And I've I've had that happen sometimes before. Too. I'm almost in tears, and then you say, "Well, you know, you've heard of counting sheep. Well, do I count backwards? I mean, I've tried it all." I do have a protocol that I've come up with, and I think God sometimes uses us when things happen, and they happen to us, we can use it to help millions of people avoid these issues because we've already been through it. It, it, In other words, it would kind of be hard for me to say, sure, I can help you do this, but I really don't know how you feel because I've never been there before. So not that I'm proud I can say I've been there and I've done that, but... I, I actually have had this issue. My mother just recently, she's in, she just um, turned 81, and she said, Sharon, when are you going to get me on that protocol for sleeping? And uh, she's having the same issues. It's very frustrating. I like to have sleep. I'm, I'm, I, sleep is very important to me. I've never been a night owl, and I have a tendency to get really grumpy. And women, yes, we cry, <laughs> especially if you're premenopausal or in menopause. It makes it even worse. But I've got some good news for you. First of all, let's go back to the cortisol. If your cortisol remains high or it goes up and down through the night, that's when the sleep cycle is altered. 
It also takes several days to weeks for the body to get the cortisol levels back to normal. Now, when you have these issues, there's a lot of things you can do. One one is a supplemental program because you've got to give your body what, what it needs. You've got to give your body formulas or herbs or stuff that's going to help take care of it. And then there's other things you can do that are physical needs or physical things and just, just some little hints that I'm going to give you that will really work. We have a sleep protocol, and I call it my sweet sleep protocol. And this works, and I'm going to give it to you tonight. And you always say, well, why are you always giving us products? This is what we do. If we tell you, hey, we can help you fix something, hey, we can help you improve something, if we don't give you the tools to use or just say, go out and get this, we have no idea what the ingredients are. And our nutraceuticals are very, very high-quality ingredients. For instance, our whey protein comes all the way out of New Zealand. So we're very, very careful about the ingredients, about them not being genetically modified or if they're organic. So when I give you something or I tell you something, I'm talking about Health Masters products, I, I know they work. First of all is our cortisol buster. Now, we've talked about this before. It is a multifunctional formula, which it supports healthy cortisol levels. And remember, I talked about the cortisol as far as one of the hormones when you are having sleep problems. It also helps alleviate occasional fatigue, which that would help also would help you sleep. And then it supports relaxation and a restful sleep. It's very important that you take this on a daily basis. You really won't be taking this before you go to bed, but it does help throughout the day to prepare you to sleep better. Also is the adrenal support. Now, it's so important to get your adrenals up, so to speak, because in today's society, and I don't know about you, Doug and Joe, that we we have a tendency to feel like that time seems to just be going by faster. And... Life used to be seem to be so simple, and now it's just gotten so hectic and so. I mean, it, it's it's where we have to force ourselves to say, okay, we're going to sit down with our kids, we're going to have prayer time in the morning, we're going to communicate because no one knows how to communicate. It's just rush here, rush there, and we try so hard to pull back and fight that, but it shouldn't have to be a battle. But it's just one of those things we have to deal with with this generation and with the times that we're in. I mean, look at the times we're in. They're exciting times, but they're very stressful times too. But the adrenal support, it aids in adrenal hormone production. It also helps the body's um, adaptogenic response, and it supports healthy energy levels. It also supports an immune function. So the adrenal support is something that's going to help build your adrenals. If your adrenals are tapped, you're not going to sleep well at night. And I'm going to tell you later on, towards the end, how you can help build your adrenals other ways because there are other ways that you can um, build them and work on getting them stronger, which will help with your sleep. Another product would be called the Enhanced Sleep Support. Now, that is an herbal blend that helps support restful sleep. And I suggest that you take it at least a minimum of seven nights. You can take it indefinitely, but the longer you take it, the more results you're going to see. And then last but not least is sublingual melatonin. That's real important. Uh, it helps to help, it helps to maintain healthy sleep levels 
and we need melatonin on a daily basis. As we get all older, we don't produce as much of it. Now, if you follow these products or take these products for 30 days and you think, well, they're working, but I'm not getting the results, you'll need to go ahead and specifically call the office and talk to one of our consultants because there are some other products we can add to that if this doesn't work. But I don't want to just give you the whole kitchen sink and everything in it when this may work for you. It works for most people. In some cases, they need more uh, supplements or maybe herbal formulas, and we can talk to you on an individual basis and put together a specific program for you that will help you because our main goal here, especially tonight, is to help you sleep through the night, feel rested, have have tremendous energy, and just feel good about life. Sharon, uh, just let me ask this: um, it does it doesn't have to be the, the sleep interruption doesn't have to be seven days a week. You know, I mean, it's not constant, but maybe uh, in the case of my wife, I think she gets probably one good night of sleep out of seven, six, maybe. You know, at, at most. That's rough. Okay, so. But what you're saying is, okay, so the protocol that you're referencing here, melatonin, cortisol buster, and... Adrenal support. Adrenal support. And enhanced sleep support. All right. All right. Those are just four. But, Doug, I will say that depending on everybody's situation, you know, we're not just out of the all, all out of the same mold. We do have other things that I didn't really want to add to the list right. tonight. I wanted to keep it very simple, and let's see if this works for 30 days. If not, we can go to Plan B, which would just be more things added to that list. Right, right, okay, all right. And Okay, now, are there any other things outside of the supplements? And, and, and this this might be outside of the uh, realm of, of what you're referencing, and, and if you don't have time or, or don't wish to address it, you don't have to. But aside from... The, the 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 nutritional supplements. Any other um, uh, recommendations? Absolutely, and I'm glad you asked because that was the next thing I was going to talk about. First of all, you want to say, what can I do? I'm taking the supplements. There's got to be other things. There's a plethora of other things that you can do, and they're just little things, and some of them you may be doing already or you just forgot about doing it, but it really does help. It's It's a combination of everything. First of all, I would highly recommend that you get a high-quality lavender essential oil, and that's just oil of lavender. You can put it on your wrist, you know, like a like a cologne or something. You can sprinkle it on your pillowcase. You can put it on. You can actually get a sachet of uh, dried lavender and put the oil in there and put it by your pillow at night, and it will relax you. Lavender it calms the mind. And because it's an olfactory response, it's directly linked to the emotional center of the brain. So that's why it works so well. So we're taking the supplements. We're also using our smell and our senses, and we're getting that in through our lungs. So you're going to be, you know, not just taking nutraceuticals through the mouth. You're also going to be breathing it, and it really does help. I, I use it every single night. And Ted doesn't smell, how do I, not that he doesn't smell well. He doesn't, his nose doesn't work as well as mine. I don't say that Ted doesn't smell well. But. I'm so, telling. 
he's not really into, you know, scents and essential oils like I am, but I, I really am, and they really make a difference. My favorite is balsam fir because I love the mountains and I love the smell of Christmas trees and stuff like that. So that's just my favorite, but the lavender works really well for sleep. Another thing would be the magnesium salt baths. Now we've talked about this over and over in the past about how important magnesium is and you're thinking oh here she goes again on the magnesium no magne over 350 bio um, reactions in the body require magnesium and as we told you before and we've told your listeners before magnesium is very hard to absorb it's one of the hardest minerals to absorb when you take it internally when you take it topically for some reason, it absorbs into the skin very quickly and you get results. I've been totally healed of spinal stenosis, which is, I guess, an easy way to say that would be kind of like having bone spurs on your spine, which is very painful. Totally gone through the magnesium salts. Now, it didn't happen overnight. We soak in a foot bath every day. We have one of the heated foot baths I think we got off Amazon or off the Internet, and we soak in the magnesium salts the Health Masters Magnesium Salts every day, and then about a couple times a week, I'll put it in my bath water and soak in it. So that's another thing. Number two is you can take a bath and soak in a bath about an hour before you go to bed in the magnesium salts. It will relax your muscles, and it helps the um, uh, magnesium helps the adrenals stress hormone, and it put, helps it more put it under more control. It also helps relax the muscles. And also, by taking a warm bath, when you come out and you cool off, your body has a tendency to get sleepy. So, again, that's just another little thing that would help. Another thing, and a lot of women are going to like this, especially if they're menopausal and they're having hot flashes, and their husband says, I'm not going to turn the air conditioner on. Don't you know the utility bill's already so high? I don't know who, whose husband would say that, but I just thought. <laughs> but in Florida, we're having a very hot February. We were just talking last night how we have this real heavy blanket that we always put on in January because those are our cold months. And it's just too hot to even put the blanket on at night. But we keep our temperature very low. And studies have shown that if you keep your bedroom temperature no higher than 70 degrees, you actually sleep better. Studies have shown optimal room temperature for good, good sleep is 60 to 68 degrees. Even if you have to put some blankets on, for some reason, people have a tendency to sleep better. I think because you can curl up and get cozy, I don't know, but it does work. And so we've, we've, we just bit the bullet and paid a higher utility bill, mainly because Ted doesn't want to hear me about complaining about not sleeping. Another thing, and this is very interesting, you've heard this before about the blue lights. The blue and the white lights, for instance, the ones on your TV, your phones, your uh, electrical equipment, you turn your lights off in your bedroom and see what kind of lights you have on coming from the outside or coming from um, different machines in your bedroom. You need to cover those up either with duct tape, hide them, turn them off, whatever you have to do those actually stimulate the brain. As funny as it may sound, it really does. They studied the lights as far as sleeping, and white and blue lights at night do suppress melatonin levels. Also, they found that yellow, orange, or red do not do that. So 
if you're going to have a night light on in your bathroom, and let's say you get up at night to use the restroom, go ahead and put a yellow or an orange bulb or a red bulb in there, and it's not going to cause the melatonin level levels to go down because once that light goes on, even if it's for a second, it's going to break that rhythm of sleep, and you are going to have a harder time going back to sleep. So just put different color in your night lights. Another thing is if you're going to exercise, you need to exercise early during the day, early as possible. A lot of people don't have that privilege because of their schedule, but do the best you can. And let me just do a side note here on exercise. Don't think that you have to go in the gym and do resistance training or cardio or whatever exercise you're doing for an hour. You don't have to do that every day. 30 good, strong minutes of focused exercise works great. You can go in there. Plus, you have to remember, the harder you work out, the higher you're going to raise your cortisol levels. And I learned a long time ago that cortisol is stored usually as belly fat. That was the biggest thing for me. I said I'm going to keep my cortisol levels down as as much as I can. But also... Uh, let's say two two hours before you go to bed, take a nice leisurely walk. That helps to relieve a lot of stress. I know right now I'm working on our next book, and I'm not going to say the name of it because last time I gave the name of our book I was working on, someone, Doug, actually copied the name of our book. <laughs> I mean, funny. if you can okay. believe that. Sure, we have, I can believe it. We have a new book coming out, and I'm real excited, and it's, it's going to be great, but I'm I just spend hours and hours. I just have to get out and go outside and walk around just to get my brain recharged and just get away from it for a while. But try and do that if you're having any issues with sleeping. Another thing is try to keep your bedtime routine as consistent as possible. Some people can't do that. But also remember, if you get sleep before 12 o'clock, you're going to have a higher chance of having a longer REM sleep, which is important to be rested the next day. Also, give yourself, Doug, about an hour to wind down. Don't think that you're just going to go 90 to nothing and then go jump in bed and fall asleep. It doesn't work that way. A lot of people find that reading, uh, you can, uh, like if you want to read your Bible, maybe you've been reading it in the morning, but if you read it at night, it has a tendency just to relax you and and you're more peaceful and your mind's more clear and something you may read may be an answer to you that you're looking for and God uses his word to speak to you. Also, it's important that you pray about it. You know, sometimes you just say, God, I need grace. I need mercy. I need something. I just, I'm having an issue with this. Also, it's important to get a high-protein snack before you go to bed. Uh, what this will do, this provides the L-tryptophan, and that's needed for melatonin and serotonin production. Now, you don't want to eat fruit before you go to bed. You don't want to eat something with sugar before you go to bed, and you don't want to eat a bowl of cereal before you go to bed because the next morning you're probably going to be up a pound. But it's important to have a protein snack. You could have maybe a half a bowl or a half a cup of low-fat cottage cheese or a boiled egg, or something that's going to keep you from getting hungry and your cortisol getting messed up in the middle of the night. You need to avoid caffeine, especially in the late afternoons, and chocolate after 4 p.m. That will have a tendency to keep you awake and mess up your sleep pattern. Coffee 
is a big component of raising cortisol levels. Green tea, which is good, but I would not drink it like after 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You want to take your B vitamins and your multivitamins before 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I've taken my B vitamins sometimes before as late as 3 or 4 o'clock and I couldn't sleep at night. So make sure you always take your B vitamins in the morning with breakfast and your multivitamin because your multi is usually going to have your B complex in there. Also, go to the restroom before you go to bed. And I'm not saying you're not going to get up and go to the bathroom, but it seems like I've gotten older. I get up every night and use the bathroom. And I get so tired of that because I wake up. Well, I've noticed if I try not to drink any water an hour and a half or so before I go to bed, it does help. But I'm a big water drinker, so that's been a challenge for me. Also, you can wear an eye mask if that'll help for, as far as keeping the lights, you know, dim. And if you want to go to sleep and watch TV, I suggest that you don't go to sleep watching something like some war movie or something that's going to uh, Captain America or something with a lot of guns and fighting, which my my husband loves to watch. Put on something really boring on the on the History Channel. You know, these are all great ideas. Sharon, we've reached the, the end of the segment. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Um, My pleasure. I hope I was able to help your audience. I, I think so. I think so. And and, and any questions we get, uh, we can send them to you, correct? Uh, via, oh, that, you know? that would be great. We're just here to help. Okay. All right. Doug, uh, thank you so much. Thank Joe, you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sharon Brower from healthmasters.com. Many, many emails requesting that information. There you go. Folks, we're right, right back, sir, right where you're at. Just what kind of thriller predicts the future? In three days in the belly of the beast, Daniel Holdings wrote about the God Particle before CERN actually discovered the God Particle. In As the Darkness Falls, Daniel wrote about an Islamist terrorist confederacy that rose up out of Syria and declared a caliphate three years before ISIS was ever heard of. In his newest novel, Between the Veil, Daniel talks about a space between dimensions where supernatural beings can walk. He says that these novels are a warning from the Creator to His creation. Will war come to America? Will the world's economies collapse? Are we looking at increased earthquakes and volcanic activity? Will the United States fall into civil war? You can find all of Daniel's work at his website, DanielHoldings.com. That's DanielHoldings.com. All of these things and more are talked about in Daniel's books. To find out what's coming next, go to DanielHoldings.com. Worldwide demand is making coconuts one of the highest yielding cash crops available today. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and many high net worth individuals have invested billions of dollars into coconuts for strong growth and solid long-term income. Yields could be as high as 18% or more per year. Capital appreciation and exceptional income for up to 60 long years would be an absolutely brilliant investment to pass on to future generations. Diversify wisely with direct ownership of fully managed coconuts on prime farmland close to the beautiful Costa Rican border. 
For more information, qualified accredited investors should go to ProfitsInCoconuts.com or phone 855-888-6288. That's 855-888-6288. This announcement does not constitute an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offer made by prospectus only. 855-888-6288 or visit ProfitsInCoconuts.com. ProfitsInCoconuts.com. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles in navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in this community and beyond. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. At HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Sharon Brower really classes up the joint, doesn't she? I, you know, if you're watching this live on our YouTube channel, uh, she, what a great lady. And seriously, she knows her stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife actually was in studio bringing, she brought Lady the Studio Dog, and uh, she listened to that. And You know, if folks, look, it, it, this is a rough time for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we need to really be healthy. And I beg of you, if we are to fight the fight, we have to be mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically fit. And they all work in harmony with one another. And that's why I just love it when Ted and Sharon come on and talk about this. Before we get back to Ted Brower from Health Masters, who, by the way, Health Masters, on their vegan ultimate or multiple powder $39 vitamin, 30% off using Doug30 as the coupon code. You're not going to want to miss this. This is, uh, they never do this. Healthmasters.com never does this except for our audience. And thank you, uh, Healthmasters. So visit Healthmasters.com. And, uh, title, I'm sure, uh, reference that product again. This is specifically for those, um, sensitive to, to whey, um, and, and, and vegan-oriented uh, people. So uh, more on that, and that's Doug 30, but more on that in a moment. Uh, um, speaking of preparation and being prepared in all aspects, I'm sure you have not. I'll bet you if you're a prepper, you haven't checked your pantry in a while, or you really haven't thought about it. Let me Let me get your mind back to the pantry for a moment. You have all the long-term storable food. The power goes out. What are you going to do? How are you going to cook? Well, a barbecue, open fire, whatever. Uh, no, we've got a better answer for you. Visit MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. They've got this tremendous rocket stove. It's the only rocket stove on the planet that I would recommend. And I'm serious about this. This is made in America, handmade in North Carolina. It's extremely rugged. It's a 50 caliber ammo can. 
It's really small. It's lightweight. It burns wood. It's every bit as powerful as a kitchen stove. And with decent wood, it's smokeless. The um, wood that you use, you can find it anywhere. You could scrounge around the Bronx and find enough wood to make this stove as powerful as a kitchen stove. Folks, it stores clean. It's got a seal on on the lid. Keeps odors out after use in the pantry. It's uh, it's just it's insulated, very well insulated. The outside only gets to about 200 degrees. Inside gets to like a blast furnace, and you can actually it's got a nice little uh, cooktop on it. It's it's fantastic. Visit MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com, and check out their array of fire starters as well, second to none. That's MinutemanStove.com, MinutemanStove.com, folks, and make sure you mention somewhere on in the order, Hagman Report. you got to do that. All right. Ted Brower is our guest. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, Dr. Ted Brower is our guest, and uh, we've been covering some, some health and other news. Where do you want to take it this, this segment, Ted? Well, I want to go ahead and finish the health stuff, and then I want to start talking about what's a, what makes a psychopath and how they're developed and how they, how they basically are recruited. And then we've got a bunch of national news. I mean, I've got like uh, I got to pay attention to that. Okay, national. I, I I always have all this prep stuff for y'all's show, and I've got it about ten pages of psychopathy. We'll do that first, and then we'll do then we'll do the news. But we need to realize also there's weapons of mass feminization out there too. Interesting article says if you've ever wondered where all the alpha males have gone, <laughs> that's a good question. Oh please, oh please chem- answer that. Yeah, but, I'm so sick of these these wusses out there, Ted. I really am. And you, you know, you look at you look at the uh, that sea of humanity of, of the of the women dressed up as vaginas walking around with their you know eight nine seven year old uh, daughters holding signs up. They have no clue what the hell they're doing. And the guys, if there are any guys there, uh, I swear, Ted, they they have uh, their wives have cut off their 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 testicles and they're in the their wives' purses. If if they in fact. Um, if they had them at all, uh, but I do believe that there's chemical castration going on that that test testosterone in men is non-existent. Otherwise, these guys wouldn't be out there marching with these uh, walking vaginas. I, I hope I didn't offend anyone, or no, I hope I did offend those who need of- offending. Go ahead, Ted. I don't really know what to say after all that, Doug. <laughs> Sorry about that, brother. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to come back after a walking vagina. Uh, but let me share with this. This is the first article. Uh, this is a good article. I don't have a, an author for this one, though. I don't know why the author didn't show up on this one. It says that uh, gender-bending chemicals are everywhere, literally impossible to avoid. They act as endocrine disruptors that block, decrease, or overstimulate hormones, most commonly EDs, estrogen disruptors, mimic estrogen, lower testosterone, and prevent the male hormone from doing its job, causing males to exhibit more female traits. The resulting hormonal imbalances may be the root of the disturbing worldwide trends for males that have delayed puberty, falling sperm counts, shrinking size of genitalia, far fewer boys with far more genital deformities, and a rise in gender fluidity as boys are increasingly feminized. A similar effect is seen across the planet in the wildlife with reports of a rise of hermaphrodite amphibians male fish developing eggs in their testicles and complete sex change in species with ED exposure. Government and industry alliances have unleashed weapons of mass feminization throughout the planet, 
involving all inhabitants in a dangerous and uncontrolled experiment whose results point to a dystopian future, the likes of which make soil and green look tame. Some of the other things he's talked about is diethylstilbestrol, which uh, a lot of women were given back in the 50s. Synthetic estrogen is a historical poster child for the effect of synthetic estrogens. Early on, it was used to lower testosterone levels of convicted sex offenders, a form of chemical castration. Doctors prescribed DES to an estimated 10 million pregnant women between the years of 1938 and 1971, causing a massive increase of testicular cancer and ovarian cancer and a massive problem with infertility and a higher prevalence of homosexuality, intersex conditions, and identity as male-to-female, transsexual, or transgender caused by this drug. Uh, Phthalates, this is the stuff they use to make plastics soft. Uh, Commonly used drugs like acetaminophen, aspirin, statins, birth control pills, can have gender-bending effects. Now, triclosan, which is an antibacterial and antifungal soap, which has been banned from consumer soap products since 2016, and it also is used in toothpaste and other types of products, which is unbelievably gender-bending. Bestenol A, which we've talked about repeatedly, is a gender-bender found in over 90% of the population. BPA is contaminant found in thermal cash register receipts. So when you do get a cash register receipt from the pump for your credit card, try not to touch the ink. It's really, really important. Just kind of stick it in the wallet and be done with it and wash your hands. Atrazine. And this, this is giving some notes here as far as reducing the endocrine disruptor. He says, uh, read labels, filter all your water. I recommend distillation as always. I'm Doug. I sent you a distiller years ago. I know you still use it. Uh, buy organic. Stay away from all of the pesticides on your foods. Wash hands, especially before meals. And use fragrance-free soap and water. Ditch plastic. Ditch metal packaging. And avoid this stuff. You I mean, just avoid all of these different things that people have a tendency to mess with. Another article, Aspartame Causes Death. This is an article by Alton. An FDA agent says we must depopulate. The lady was petitioning the FDA for years. Finally, she got a phone call back in the middle of the night, and the FDA person said to her, Dr. Immediately, Dr. Martini immediately pressed the FDA agent for explanation as why her petition had gone unanswered for years. Even though people are sick and dying from aspartame all over the world, it was what the arrogant agent said next. She said, Marianne reports, he said, so what? We need to be to depopulate. <laughs> you know, guys, I wrote... So, so what? We need to be... Depopulated, yeah. I okay. Mean, according to Russell Blaylock, a board-certified neurosurgeon and professor, I know Russell, a good guy, the chemical can cause a long list of ills, including, listen to this list of side effects of aspartame. This is stuff in the blue packages. Brain tumors, brain cancer, seizures, headaches, fatigue, dizziness, numbness, nausea, memory losses, vision loss, and even sudden death. It can also trigger multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's disease, cancer, and basically it's just an toxic mess. And here's another article about parents, what you're not being told about autism, what causes it. They link it back to environmental toxins. This is a news, some breaking news, and it says you can can read the whole article if you like. And it goes, I don't have time to read it all. It goes into detail of what we've told you for years about autism. We talked about some of it earlier today. And here's another one. This one's, this one just kind of ties together with the 5G cell phone networks coming up. Deep state neuroscientists believe they can turn off free will. There you go. There it is. Now we're talking about what we're doing here. 
Neuroscientists have argued even we have free will, but now they want to turn it off. And what they're saying is a person's decisions are not at the mercy of unconsciousness and early brain waves. They have the ability to intervene in the decision-making process and interrupt the movement. Previously, people have used the preparatory brain signals to argue against free will. And our study shows that the freedom is much less limited than previously thought. And then here's, here's what I want to share with you. Aside from using drugs like scopolamine, known to wipe out our subconscious plates clean, so that a new, possibly nefarious program can be installed, and obvious mind control techniques admittedly researched by the CIA, along with Operation Paperclip with their MK Ultra programs, with their German scientists coming out of the concentration camps, along with additional intelligence agencies or government, there are subtle programming methods using every day in the form of subconscious messages and advertising. There are even cell phone apps meant to control the free will of the user. And you can imagine what the other technologies are that's been employed. My advice, he says, use your free will to override unwanted subconscious programming like subliminal advertising, which I don't know if, you, if your audience is familiar with that. If they're running film, they can take a they film that runs very fast, so many frames per second. They can actually inject, a, put a picture in that film of a desert, and you won't even see it. It'll go by so fast that your brain picks it up, and you see the desert, and you see the next picture some guy dying of thirst. The next picture, you see a big cola in the screen. That's been outlawed, though, right? Mm-hmm. It has. It has, but it's still being used by a lot of different manufacturers because they do it when people don't know about it. And it's also being used with images. It's also being used with burning images into your mind, into your right brain. But, yes, it was supposed to have been outlawed years and years ago. But the sad part about it is, Doug, you know, all of these messages they're sending us from a subliminal standpoint, so subliminal standpoint uh, they're all being burned into the right brain, and we remember all these things. It's the it's the it's the it's the logos. It's they, what they say to us. It's a constantly telling us that uh, it's okay to have all these crazy impulses. It's okay to be a pedophile. There's nothing wrong with it. And you hear this stuff over and over and over again. And a lot of people are so twisted they start to believe this kind of nonsense. Uh, Seventy-four prominent medical and NASA scientists have been killed in the last few years. And so we're talking, talking, this is another article, I won't go into it, but talk about all the people who've been killed who work as far as in research with what's going on. Professor links die-offs on the U.S. West Coast to Fukushima radiation. Nobody has any idea of what to do about the continuing contamination. There is now a river of water flowing under the plant with the molten fuel at the bottom, and it's going into the ocean. This is Charles Perot, Yale University professor, Emeritus scholar and Stanford University visiting professor, and he said basically what's happened. They had an earthquake over there, and they had they had diverted this river going around the plant, and now because the the reality is because the earthquake is is flowing underneath the area, and they never anticipated an earthquake would wreck their diversion, so now we have a strong underground river flowing directly under the plant and over the molten fuel giving off radiation and sending the radiation into the Pacific Ocean as a river. You know, the Bible talks about this in the book of Revelation, how the oceans and the seas are going to die, and it's happening. Here's the article I was telling you earlier about 5G network being pushed on the public with zero concern for safety, and we need to realize that untested frequencies in the range of 28 gigahertz to 100 gigahertz are more are set to be deployed all over the U.S. without our consent. And what's interesting about this is 10 to 50 times faster which helps us with our download speeds, but we're going to get millions of new cell phone towers on pretty much every street corner because it has to have a much denser amount of power to do this. 
And so it's going to blanket the entire planet with an ultra-high microwave frequency. Guys, that's bad. A big pharma tax natural prostate treatment. You know, there's all kinds of natural ways to help with your prostate. I'm not going to talk about that because that goes into too much detail. Uh, taking vitamins while you're pregnant and, and also if you're having uh, cancer treatment actually helps to reduce the risks of different types of diseases, which, of course, we already knew that. And then I had Dane Whittington on this week on Monday. He's the one who talks about chemtrails, and basically he calls it geoengineering, which is the correct term for it. And he says that the chemtrails are the number one threat facing humanity and the extreme weather, weather modification cooling the planet. And last week in the Antarctic, it, I mean, in, in Antarctica, Doug, it was in the 60s, in the 60s in Antarctica. Uh, this is some crazy stuff. And last week in, in Texas, it was over 100 degrees, and that's in February in one area. So, guys, we've got some major problems happening with the planet. We've got a bunch of stuff happening with weather warfare. Remember what I told you, Doug, months ago. We'll know if Donald Trump's in charge, if the if the chemtrails stop. The problem is this deep state has gotten so thick and so entrenched, like we read about in the first hour, that it's going to be very difficult for Donald to penetrate this and stay alive at the same time. Let's talk about sociopathic behavior real quick. All right. Uh, who or, And psychopathic behavior. Uh, and why they are recruited and why a lot of the major universities who look for these types of characters, have these students fill out these personality assessments, like if you're walking down the road and you see somebody who's been beaten and attacked and left there, would you help them, would you ignore them, would you call 911? The psychopath is going to ignore them and pretend like they didn't see them with absolutely no feeling, no compassion or anything, and that's what they're looking for. They want somebody who can go into a house and throw a grenade and kill a bunch of kids over and... Benghazi or wherever they are and not think about the fact that they're murdering little children. This is what they're looking for. This is the behavior. Uh, psychopathy affects the full spectrum of humanity. Uh, they're basically, it goes to every age, every age bracket, every intelligence bracket, every religion, everywhere. They're first noticed when you see them do something that most people with the conscious could never do. They have a complete lack of empathy. They have no feeling or emotions expressed by others. It makes them kind of like less human. They are not really truly human or even alive. They realize that at an early age they are different, but they need to act like everyone else to be accepted. Uh, here's, here's interesting. Uh, this is like if a person finds out that his friend dies, and he likes his friend's wife, and he starts to immediately try to figure out how he can get together with the wife, even at the funeral, to try to get the friend's stuff. These guys, they don't care. An empathetic person would realize that that was wrong. These guys don't. Number two, they have a lack of remorse. They, re they, have, they have no regret after doing something. They have no empathy. And they have no emotional involvement. They cannot feel shame. They simply can't comprehend anything they do can be harmful to others. They don't care. And remorse is truly not felt. Their behavior is not changed. They sleep well no matter what they do or who they hurt. There's no introspection, no change. They keep stealing. They keep lying. There's no remorse. Many will say, I'm sorry. But they're just saying that, but they have no interest in trying to change, and they don't mean it when they say it. Many of them are super, mass of them are very, very superficial, no compassion. Uh, you know, they don't have the ability to focus and do something, go into it in depth. They're grandiose. They're shallow, superficial. They have, they basically have no self-esteem issues because they falsely create that they are great, they are good. Many of them are seen as megalomaniacs. 
And these are the guys that are sitting and ruling in Washington, D.C. They're irresponsible. Nothing is their fault. If something or something else is to blame, uh, it's so funny. Let me stop for a second. I have a, I had a good friend of mine. He's, he's died. He's gone to be with the Lord. His name is Jim Rohn. May he rest in peace. And you can watch his videos on YouTube and for free. You can get a two or three hour session. This guy was amazingly brilliant as far as teaching people how to be successful and how to enjoy it when they were successful. And his mentor was a guy by the name of Earl Schof, Doug. And I asked Jim many times about Earl Schof, and they were in a multi-level marketing thing together back in the 70s when Jim met him. And what ended up happening is Earl had Jim write down everything that was wrong with his life and what had caused him not to be successful by the age of 25. And Jim wrote down like two pages of notes of all these different things. You know, the weather was bad. I couldn't get out. My dad couldn't send me to college. I was born in the wrong town. Everything that could possibly have been blamed for him not being successful, he wrote down. And what was interesting about this is when Mr. Show had him read the list, it took like 30 minutes, Jim said. And finally, after he read the entire list, he goes, well, is that everything? And he goes, yeah. He goes, well, Jim, the problem is, is that you're not on the list. You're the primary reason you're not successful. And Jim goes, wow, I hadn't thought about that. That's kind of like, Jim wasn't a psychopath, but the reality is these people could never assume they did anything wrong. I've only known one true psychopathic personality in my life, and he was a seminar promoter about 30 years ago that I knew. And I spoke for him a few times, and he was interesting. He actually put together a video he would show to the the group that was there, the business guys who had come to these seminars, and he actually said in the video that he was a phenomenon. I mean, in the video, said, so I'm a phenomenon. <laughs> Had somebody else introduce him as a phenomenon. And all of these things that I'm talking about today, he exhibited all of these personality types, every one of them. No empathy, no feeling, didn't care about other people, nothing. Would rip people off, steal their money, didn't make any difference. And the thing about it is, is this, you know, he would talk to him, and he basically would seem like a really nice person because he would be engaging in empathy. That's what they say about Bill Clinton, that when you engage him and you talk to him in conversation, he makes you feel like you're the only person in the room. But the guy's a sociopath. And, you know, he's, he, 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 he's a sociopath. You know, I wouldn't call him a sociopath, but he's a psychopath. So, anyhow, they're irresponsible. Nothing's their fault. They have impulsive behavior because of their megalomaniacs. I've known a few megalomaniacs, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're, 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 they're a psychopath. Uh, in addition to that, they're, they're compulsive liars. They live at the expense of others because that's their reality. Obama, basically, was a never-ending liar. You know, they don't care what they say for their campaign promises. They do what they want to do because the lies don't matter to them because they lie as well as they do breathe. You know, I remember, I, I know another guy, he's, he's, he's very close to being a psychopath. He almost, he almost fits the whole factor. But here's, here's how, here's how much he lies. I could have mentioned his name, so we're going to call him Jace, JC. Okay. Now I'm just making that name up. And what he did, is he told me one time, Doug, and I'm, you guys are in, he claims to be a Christian now. He told me that when his daughter, when his son would turn 12 years of age, he was going to take him out of Vegas and hire a French whore for him. I, I'm not even making this stuff up. I can't make this stuff up. At least and I, I said, waited uh, 13 for Joe, but okay. <laughs> but, but, but he said this. And I said to him, I said, you're going to do that to your kid? He goes, yeah. Right. And so you know, about, about, about a month later, he comes back over yet. He said it again. Finally, about a month later, he comes back over, and this time Sharon was in the room, and he said it again in front of Sharon. Now, you know Sharon was just on with you. Sharon lit into him, chewed him out. I mean, let him have the cow eat the cabbage rack. I mean, just, I mean, let him have it. 
Then that wasn't enough for Sharon. Sharon calls up his wife, and uh, his, his wife wanted to go to a health food store. They live over close to Orlando with us, and so we picked her up and took her to a health food store with us. And then Sharon, man, unloaded on her in the car about the French whore thing, and uh, she started crying. And she said, I don't know what to do. He's always drunk, and he's always lies. I don't know what to do. I can't believe that he said this now. I said, well, he said it. He said it in front of me twice, in front of Sharon once. I said, I would, otherwise, we thought he was joking, but he wasn't joking. Wow. And, of course, she took it. She went to him, and here's his response. I never said that. That, concept, that. that conversation never took place. And I confronted him about it again. And I said to him, I said, look, JC, here's the deal. You said this to me, and you said it to Sharon. With Sharon sitting there with me. Yeah. I never said that to any of you guys. I don't know what you're talking about. That's the psychopathic behavior. No, no did he be- okay? Did he believe he didn't say it, or was he saying that to convince you that you didn't hear it? He I- acted. Remember, these guys are basically they can pass they can pass polygraph tests, Doug. Yeah. They can. They can. They, that's why they polygraphs are no longer admissible. You know, because they found that these guys, these psychopaths, can just lie under oath on a polygraph and completely fool the machine. There's, some of these guys are so good, they'll fool a psychologist. No, he knew he was, he knew he was lying, but he didn't care. Okay. Right. I'll tell you why in just a second. Okay? They go on basically, they can sell companies for scams, they can rip off vendors, they can do anything they want to do. They have no empathy, shame, or remorse. They are free to lie as often and as outrageously as they please. Normal people would basically, would basically repent or become blush or blush or just stop it. However, for these psychopaths, lying is as easy as breathing. Uh, they like they they're very manipulative. Uh, you know, they they like to manipulate others to do the will to do stuff for them. They have very antisocial behaviors. In some cases, not all the cases, because some psychopaths don't have all of these things. They can be protesters. You know, at a women's rally in New York City and wear a giant vagina. Okay, <laughs> they can do vandalism. They can be environmentally abusive. They can spray chemtrails on us and not think about it. They can blow up Fukushima and not think about trying to shut the radiation off the poisoning Pacific. They don't care. They really don't care because they have anti-moral behaviors. They have no concern of that. They can be a pedophile. They can rape. They can steal. They can lie. They can commit adultery. They can use drugs. They all the harm of others. They can do go to soul cooking parties like we saw, you know, with the Podesta emails. They can sacrifice children. They can drink blood. No remorse. These don't, they don't have any remorse. Uh, they, may, they, may not, they may not express all these characteristics, but we have most of them. And also, we realize that a lot of these guys are narcissistic. Uh, with women who are like this, they have a lot of times they have a victim mentality. Uh, not always with guys, main, primarily with women. Uh, I knew a lady, her name was Cindy, and that's her real name. I won't use her last name because this happened over 30 years ago. And she was a psychopath, and she would prey on preachers in churches. I kid you not. And I remember I spoke for their church one time, this pastor and his wife down in Bradenton, and he introduced this girl, this Cindy, as his secretary. And, man, I spotted her as soon as I met her, Doug. I thought, whoo, dog, this was bad news. And I warned him. I said, dude, I said, this was bad news. You need to get rid of the secretary. Next thing you know, they're over at my offices in Auburndale doing nutritional consulting over there with us, and he brings his secretary with him, and now he's got his arm on her shoulder while they're talking to me, and I'm like, oh, here it goes. See, these are the kind of people that can bring other people into their web and destroy lives and not even think about it, Doug. And we'll continue this. I'm almost done with it. We come back, we'll start on World News.
Very interesting show. Absolutely very interesting. Um, wow. Makes you think. Folks, yeah. you're listening to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report with Dr. Ted Brewer of healthmasters.com. Uh, bookmark the site, healthmasters.com, and check out the radio show that Ted does with his son, Austin. It's on the right-hand side, live six days a week. There's a 24-hour call-in number, uh, or just stay tuned after this show, and you can hear it each and every night right after the Hagman Report. We'll be right back with our final segment after this. Visit HagmanReport.com for the news and articles that matter most. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. Folks, I'm going to direct your attention to masterpreps.com, masterpreps.com. Wow. Uh, masterpreps.com, uh, the sponsor of our show, masterpreps.com. That's masterpreps.com. Take a visit there. High-quality items, made-in-America items. I mean, anything, everything you could possibly want from uh, cooking uh, utensils, uh, cooking frying pans. To, I mean, it is, it'll blow you away. Absolutely, Eric's a, It's insane. I mean, wow. Look at the products. Folks, visit masterpreps.com. Again, welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Report family. Masterpreps.com. I mean, wow, it's insane. Masterpreps.com. Are you ready for what comes next? From all of us at Training Post in the Woods. We pray you have a healthy, safe, and prosperous 2017. And we would like to thank all of you for welcoming us to the Hagman and Hagman family. You're all a very wonderful and special group of people. Because we believe it is so important for you to work and acquire good health this year, we're going to do something that we've never done before as a thank you to you for your support. We're going to make something available that we believe everyone needs. During the month of January, anyone who invests in their health by purchasing either our American Heritage Remedies Kit, our Survivalist Natural Remedies Kit, or $200 in individual remedies of your choice, we're going to give to you our crisis remedy just in case for free. Your health must be a part of your preparation plan. We're here to help you with that journey. May God bless y'all, and may God bless America. Happy Happy New Year. Year! This is Joe Charles, the guy whose voice is heard announcing for the Hagman and Hagman Report right here on YouTube and across the Global Star Radio Network. There have been many people wondering whose music is being played during those breaks. Well, you guessed it. And we're very pleased to announce that all that music and 11 brand new songs from the CD New Jerusalem is set for release on April 10th for download on iTunes. You can help support my ministry and be blessed by this awesome, inspiring recording. I have been fortunate to work with some phenomenal musicians from around the world that helped us put this recording together in the studio. Simply go to joecharlesmusic.com and click on the iTunes link. Or, if you'd rather have a CD, we'll send one right out to you. Just leave me your email and we'll get right back to you. And thanks to Doug and Joe Hagman for making this all possible. God bless. Uh, Alex Jones today. I was on, dropped it for a little bit, for an hour. I guess it was 
um, the last full hour or last hour was Joe. Um, I think it was two o'clock Eastern. I, I'm trying to think. Anyway, I had a good time. Uh, it was it was interesting talking about some of the larger issues at play here. Before we get back to Dr. Ted Brower, who is our guest? Don't forget, Dr. Brower Healthmasters.com offering their their powdered uh, vitamin supplement, uh, vegan uh, vitamin supplement. Ordinarily thirty nine ninety nine, I believe it is thirty um, percent off of that using the coupon code Doug thirty. Take advantage of that. And this is how we all, and there's a reason why we are doing these shows the way we're doing them, is because we all, folks, we all must be prepared in in mind, body, and spirit. But body, you know, look, you need to take care of your body. And Dr. Ted is the is the health master's the place to go. Before we get back to Dr. Brower, I want to mention that uh, uh, Alan Riggs has ex- extended the Green Innovative sale, fourteen percent off your entire purchase Green Innovative through the fifteenth of March. Okay, this at uh, our urging uh, because the and this is about you. This is about our listeners. It costs money to make products, whether it be nutritional supplements or GMAG power cells, as uh, Ellen Riggs Company, Green Innovative, does. But we, we're, we're trying to do is we're trying to get everyone, or as many people as possible, prepared for what is about to come or what is coming down the pike. And Green Innovative has a product where you can charge batteries without any need for sun, hand cranks, or electricity. All you need is a little bit of salt and water. He talked about these uh, devices uh, before. You can charge your cell phone on these. It's a great product, and and Eric the Tech is is using uh, this very product when uh, he's he's going to be going on a camping trip where there's no electricity, but there is cell service, so he's going to keep his uh, phone charged in that fashion. So greenovative dot uh, dot com. That's greenovative dot com. Fourteen uh, percent off through the fifteenth of March. Take advantage of that, folks. Greenovative dot com. All right, let's go back to Doctor Ted Brower. And, and Joe's got a checklist as he's reading off these symptoms of a of a, a psychopath. psychopath. And I'm still and, waiting uh, to hear about the sociopath. Yeah. So uh, I, I might I might be both. Uh, I'm not sure. So. Uh, uh, Eric, the tech, Joe, and I, I guess they're going to have a meeting and perhaps an intervention after the show. Go ahead, Ted. <laughs> I want to tell you real quick, this the protein powder that we have with the multiples in it, it's 15 grams of complete protein. It's got 7 grams of dietary fiber. It's got total carbohydrate of 14 grams and total fat 4 grams. Super, super high-quality product. Coupon code is DUG30. 30% off this product, and guys, Kind of a thank you from me to you guys to let you know how good of a product this is and cutting the price down on it this much. And right now we have the Dutch chocolate in stock and we'll be getting some vanilla next week, but the Dutch chocolate is available right now. Let's go back and talk about what's going on with, uh, and what happened with Cindy. So Cindy comes over to my house, uh, my counseling session back then, back then we had a, we were in a business location that was in a commercial facility with a house and so we were able to have an office in the house. And it was kind of interesting because when I, talked to them, I saw that there was some hanky-panky going on between them, and this is the pastor who's married, and then pretty soon, his wife had left, pretty soon, um, the church was split up, and pretty soon, Cindy left, and then she went with a ex-basketball player, and just as soon as the money was gone from him, she moved to the next one, 
And it's just it's what it's what these these people do. They don't think about what they do and how they affect other people. They're con artists. Uh, they're they're excellent liars. See, I I can't. Believe, it's like George Soros. I mean, these guys cheat everybody out of everything. He doesn't just cheat people. He cheats entire countries out of their doggone money. Uh, they're they're they can cheat. They can take an old woman, you know, old lady, eighty, ninety year old person, and steal their life savings. Happened to a couple of months ago or a couple of years ago to my mother in law, eighty two years old now, and she had a financial planner come in, and she didn't ask me about what she was going to do, and he pressured her, and she transferred like two hundred thousand dollars into his system, of which he got paid a 40% commission for, Doug, and she couldn't touch the money for 10 years until she's in her 90s, or she has massive penalties on it. And she goes, Ted, I can't believe I've lost like 40% of my money. I said, I told you not to do it. You did it anyhow. I said, but these guys, they don't care. They don't care who they rip off and what they do to people. Uh, they, they're very malevolent. Uh, they're basically sociopaths. Uh, now, this is when they get malevolent, they get mean, they become murderers. They become wife beaters murderers, serial killers. This is when they become the sociopaths. They become career criminals. They become sadistic. Uh, they're cowardly. They pick on people who are younger, young people uh, who, are, who don't know any better. They pick on small people. Uh, they play the knockout game. They walk up to people and they knock them out. That's what they do because they think it's fun. These are the sociopaths. And then you have the professional psychopaths, but these are the victims can be taken for the tens of millions of dollars, and tens of millions of people can die, hundreds of billions of dollars can be lost. These are the Hitlers, the Stalins, the Pol Pots, the Ivan the Terribles, Hillary Clinton, okay, Caligula, J.P. Morgan. I had to put the Clintons with these guys, sorry. The Rothschilds, the Bushes, uh, Randall Hearst. Uh, usually they're much smarter, or they are basically just, you know, they they build themselves up through corruption, they can work with governments, corporations, and religions. The uh, the very most of the time they're, they're smarter than most people, and they use charm to exploit others. This is Bill Clinton. He's a pretty smart, dude. Right. And uh, and basically, remember, uh, they they sabotage things. I mean, I've had laboratory, I've had my laboratory experiments sabotage at Florida State. I've told you guys those stories before because they're doing anything they can to get ahead. They can make outrageous campaign promises like Obama did, with absolutely no intention of fulfilling the campaign promises. They have a lifetime of faking being human, so to speak, so they really just got that. They've got it pretty much down. If they can't get what they want, they'll murder, they'll assassinate, they'll basically persecute, they'll cause wars, they'll do genocide. Look at Libya and what Hillary Clinton did there with Gaddafi. Remember what Gaddafi said? He said, if you come into Libya and you destroy Libya, you're going to have a refugee crisis out of Africa like you're not going to imagine going into Europe. He warned them, Doug. He warned them what would happen if they did this with Libya, and they did it anyhow. Yep. And that they have this giant refugee crisis going into Europe, and, he, and Gaddafi told them that. Because, see, the only time a psychopath can really be overthrown is by a meaner psychopath. And it's like Saddam Hussein or Gaddafi. Because these guys are willing to do anything to maintain power. They don't care who they kill. I mean, Saddam Hussein had roving rape squads of people who would go in and rape the families of these people who would do things wrong, and everybody was terrified of him. And so that's how these people control people, this through, through fear and through intimidation. Religion. Gosh, we had the Aztecs priests. We had the Spanish Inquisitions. Uh, a lot of these guys are compulsive liars. Look at L. Ron Hubbard, complete and total compulsive liar. He was also a Satanist. You got Jim Jim Jones, Sun Yon Moon. Uh, then you have the secondary psychopaths. They weren't born this way. They're created through trauma, through the CIA, through MK Ultra, through drugs. Through physical abuse, through torture, you can split their personalities. Rush, Rush, Rush Dizdar talks about this very, uh, 
very uh, very good detail. Then you can also have groups. A person becomes psychopathic because they'll join something like Hell's Angels, and they have to accept the values of that group in order to be part of that group. Uh, you can have street gangs. They become sociopathic also. They have You have to become a victim or you have to join them. Uh, the bad company corrupts good characters, what the Bible says about all of this. Uh, corporations, ministers, employees have to adopt the psychopathic mindset. I could tell you story after story of international ministries that I've worked for that I didn't know were like this until after I got in, who they base a lot of what they do just on lies. And when you try to talk to one of their employees about what's going on, uh, they basically give you the runaround and they refuse to discuss it. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen because they're all scared to death that they're going to be terminated or blackballed and never work for another ministry. Uh, a lot of times when they meet you, a psychopath, they'll try to do an interview with you to figure out exactly what they can do. They'll try to seduce you through flattery. I remember, this is so funny, Doug. The last two years ago, I was up in D.C. and I was speaking at a convention of their right stone's throw from the White House. It was that one that you played the videotape on. And what was interesting about this is, is I was there and we went to Whole Foods. Now, Whole Foods has a lot of weirdos go to those places. I mean, a lot of gay guys go there and transgenders and a bunch of strange people who like to eat soy products. I'm just being very honest now. And I remember they had a person standing out front and they were talking about gay rights and they wanted me to sign a petition about the gay rights. And so they said, can we ask you some questions? We want to see if you'll sign a petition for us. And I said, you want to ask me to sign a petition for gay rights? And they said, well, yeah, we want to talk to you about it and, and find out what your stand is on this. And I said, are you sure you want me to do this? And they said, well, yeah, we want to talk to you about it. So they start asking me questions, and I start asking them questions back. And then finally, after they tried to put me into a pigeonhole to try to make to figure out where I was, they said, okay, we're done talking to you now. Obviously, you're not going to sign this petition. And obviously, we need to move on. I said, no, I don't want to move on now. I want to ask you some more questions. I want to know if you've been born again. I want to know what your, what your relationship is with Yeshua. And Sharon was in the back just cracking up because she knew where I was going with this thing because I wouldn't let him down. I said, also, well, we know we have to move on now. I said, no, I've got a right to talk to you. You're interviewing me. Now I'm interviewing you. Are you not, a, are you not willing to answer questions? I answered all your questions. Why won't you answer my questions? You see, that's what they try to do. They try to bring you into their way of thinking, Doug. And a lot of times they do that through these different types of questionnaires they want you to answer because they want to bring you into their group to be part of their little deal. They're very, very predictable with the way they do it. They want to divide and conquer. They undermine relationships. They set up special interest groups. You see that with our government all the time. They set up fractions to compete because they like to survive in chaos. Ted, Ted I, I just want to briefly interrupt. Uh, is there... Do do you have a plan of action how to deal with a psychopath or sociopath? Yes, yes, we're going to cover second. Yeah, they 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 work through fear and tyranny. They absolutely want to control their victory. They're the victim through abusive fear, emotional, etc. Here's a defense. Here you go. The defense against psychopath. This is this is what this you got. This is so this is so good. The biggest advantage of the psychopath is that the average people simply don't believe that these people exist. Um, when I spoke with Robert David Steele yesterday, he said, you can't believe how pervasive this, these groups are in the United States. This is, these, they're societal predators, and they actually exist. The general population simply cannot accept it because of normalcy bias that these people can live this way. And so they want everybody to get a trophy. They allow the psychopaths to operate freely among us because they try to build these special interest groups. Now, here's what they're afraid of. They're scared to death of this. Because, you know, they don't want this to happen. They don't want us to expose them. 
You know, if you expose the predator before he spots you, they will do everything and they will flee. This is exactly what happened with Hillary Clinton the week before the election, Doug. This is what happened with the Wiener computer when it was seized by the federal government or the state of New York Police Department, and they found the Podesta soul cooking emails and all the other stuff on it. You know, this is what Robert David Steele says. He says that Trump was the accidental president. Well, I believe we prayed Trump in the office. Enough Christians got together to do that, and God gave us what we asked for. Now, what's interesting about this is Hillary and the rest of these guys were scared to death. This is what they don't want. They don't want us to know who and what they are. So the biggest defense you're ever going to get as far as getting getting away from these people is to threaten to expose them. The one seminar leader that I was telling you about earlier, it was one of those situations where I started finding out more and more and more about him. I mean, I had the president of his company call me up and ask me where he was. He would leave for 29 days, his wife alone with her babies, and not even see his family. And he said, well, can you get in touch with this guy? I said, I don't know how to get in touch with him. And I said, how do you got to get in touch with him? Well, we have to send him emails. This is, you know, 25 years ago. And I said, you're kidding me. That's because he didn't want to be found out. Later, we found out that he was a pervert and doing all kinds of other crazy things. But the truth of the matter is they don't want to be exposed for who and what they are. So the biggest defense you have a psych- against a psychopath is to let them know that you will expose them. Now, you have to learn to spot them, and you have to realize that they'll try to con everybody. Because if you spot them and you avoid them, the best thing to do is to do background checks and speak with their families and friends. I have a national TV evangelist that I know who's pretty much bordering on psychopathic behavior, and he has intentionally had his wife Baker acted and drugged. Now, you think I'm joking? I'm not. His wife's drugged. She stays stoned all the time on drugs, on psychiatric drugs, because he couldn't control her. He had her Baker acted and had her drugged. And the doctors who did that should have been put in jail for that, by the way. She's now addicted to these different drugs. You see, empathy cannot change a psychopath. Sympathy can't. Even if you attack them, it can't. If you have them, if they get born again and the Holy Spirit comes in them, that can change them. But the reality is, is that we can't change them. And the best thing to do with these guys, Doug, is to simply avoid them. You can't teach them about love because they see that as a weakness in you. Your best best is to spot them emotionally and not get involved with them and keep your distance. I know I have a friend of mine who's an attorney, and he told me that there's a lot of psychopaths who work in as attorneys in the courtroom settings, and he avoids them. Another attorney who worked with the FBI who was a a federal prosecutor, she sent me an email yesterday and told me that the psychopaths that she used to work with, they would do everything they could. They didn't bring witches into the courtroom to try to do curses on the people who were in there defending or going against the person they were trying to oppose to try to put curses on the prosecutors and the attorneys right in the courtroom to try to intimidate them. This is a real thing. It's yeah. a real thing happening today, <laughs> folks. Understand against yeah. against Ted shows shows like Ted Ted shows our shows. Russ yeah. Dizdar, trust us when we tell you this is a well, real no. thing. I'll, I'll read you the email. I'll read you the email. I'll read, this is this is a federal prosecutor. She sent me. I can't give you her name, but I'll, I'll, read, I'll read you the email. And she worked for over almost almost thirty years as a federal a prosecutor. And and then, and she wrote me and she said, "Let me tell you, bud." She goes, "This is real." And she goes, this is, this is what they do to us. And I'm, I'm looking it up right here. And I, it should be right here. It should be a couple of them down. And I wasn't going to read this, but I'm going to read it anyhow. But I can't give you her name. She's asked me not to do that. Yeah, here we go. Listen to this. And this is, he says, he said, with Trump, this happening with Trump is akin to the JFK going after the Federal Reserve. 
Hopefully, we will see prosecutions of more than just the low-hanging fruit and the loners. People don't realize how many months or more it can take to put together a prosecution against a child pornographer or molester. There are all sorts of evidentiary issues, medical issues, chain of custody issues, and you need computer experts for both the prosecution and defense to establish whether the computer evidence is solid, i.e. no one hacked into the account and placed the child porn on the person's computer. If multiple people are in the home or office or public library have access to the computer, you have to prove which one committed the crime. If children are involved, they have to be located and interviewed by people trained to interview child victims. It's not as easy as just identifying and arresting someone. When you indict someone, you have to build your case. Evidence has to be turned over to discovery and prepared to go to trial quickly. If one piece of your case is missing, you must wait until you have that one piece. Wealthy and powerful defendants can spend lots of money, even millions, hiring lawyers to bury the prosecutor in pre-trial motions. This slows them down so they can't quickly indict the next batch of cases. They can hire investigators to surveil and intimidate or dig up dirt on the prosecutor and agents. They can intimidate witnesses and bribe jurors. They can kill witnesses. A Masonic defendant plus a Masonic judge are a recipe for, for, for corruption. They can even hire witches to sit in the courtroom and curse the prosecutor during the hearings and trial. Ask me how I know, because I know. See, that's from a federal prosecutor. That's, and Doug, you know, Doug, you've been in the same situation. You have seen the exact same thing as a prosecutor. And so people think, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do all this. It's not that easy. When these guys get buried deep into their networks, especially like she said, with Masonic judges yep. and Masonic defendants, they start doing these hand gestures in the courtroom or they say something like, I'm the son of a widow woman, which is one of their big things they do as far as one of those things they say to let the person know who's in charge that they're a Masonic person. In many cases, Doug, and you've seen it, I've seen it, and it's true, dismissed. They'll find a technicality to throw it out on. Guys, it's real. And this federal prosecutor was telling us the truth on all of this stuff. By the way, hundreds of ancient earthworks resembling Stonehenge are now being found in the Amazon rainforest, and the pyramids basically are an ancient global symbol. And now we are signed, the research finds that UFO sightings have been never been this numerous in the world in the past few years. And we, Steve Quayle talks about a lot of this stuff. Remember, Stonehenge and these places like Stonehenge, these sacrificial areas, these pyramids, they were all used for human sacrifice. They were all used to feed the energy into these interdimensional fallen angels, these other entities. And that's what they were used for. And the pyramids used to be on magnetic ley lines, which had certain energy fields around them and in them, which could be used for the same purpose. And what happened is when the Noah, Noah's flood happened, when the great flood occurred, these ley lines, these magnetic fields were changed and shifted forever on the planet, rendering these pyramids useless as far as what they were originally built for and basically shutting them down from a power standpoint. That's why so many of them you see are buried in the Bermuda Triangle. So many of them are buried under mountains and throughout the world. They're down there in, in, in Antarctica. All of these different things were used by the ancients, the fallen angels, the druids, the folks that were given this ancient knowledge by these fallen angels to feed these entities in these other dimensions. That's why, again, it says that Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those whom he may devour. What do you think of that, Doug and Joe? Yeah, that's, you're 100% right. Um, it, it's interesting. The, the, you referenced the UFO sightings, and a lot of people will just blow that off. 
today. I mean, a lot of, a lot of things can cause lights or unidentified objects in the sky. We understand that. However, when you when you look at the, the totality of events and, and things that are taking place, I think I, I think what we're seeing here is uh, is as you mentioned, what Steve Quayle's been talking about for the last two decades. Um, yeah, we're we're seeing this the gates of hell. Basically, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. The portal is opening. That's exactly right. And, and ten years ago, if I heard myself say that ten years ago, I'd think, man, you're you know, but but it's true. Um, it's well, pretty... I told my listeners today. I thought I, I covered the same stuff. Well, not the same stuff as this show, but different, similar. And I said, if this sounds crazy to you, and it sounds crazy to me too. It just sounds crazy. Yeah. All sounds yeah. crazy. He either told me that, you know, we were going to be putting a bunch of Goldman Sachs executives on the, you know, with Donald Trump. When we elected him, I would have believed you. I would have believed you, Doug. Yeah. I, would, I would not. If you told me Munchen was coming in to the Treasury, I, I wouldn't have believed you. If you told me Jared Kushner was going to be a son-in-law in charge, I wouldn't believe that as far as personal advisor. I wouldn't believe a lot of this stuff. But it's happening. And so we have to pretend like it's not real. I guess we could do that. That's one of the things that the psychopaths want to do. They want people to pretend like it didn't happen and it's not real. By the way, law out of Arizona, proposed law, says they want to jail passengers for four months if they're riding in a car without an ID. And, of course, this is directly pointed towards the illegal immigration. Right. Organ trafficking, the other businesses behind the European migrant crisis. Organ trafficking mafias operated at will, taking advantage of the desperation of the most vulnerable now, are we talking about, and, and I'm, I'm serious when I, when I mention this, uh, Ted, because you've looked into this. You know the old stories of waking up in a bathtub in a, a tub of ice, missing a, uh, your left kidney, right? I, I mean, in, in, in some strange hotel in Bangkok. Well, you, just, you don't wake up. They don't just take kidneys anymore. Now they take lungs and hearts and kidneys and everything else, and they just they don't really use a bathtub anymore, which they still could, like in Bangkok. I mean, look how David, uh, what was it, uh, the guy who played the kung fu, what was it, Keith Keith Keith, Keith Carradine? Yeah, what was yeah. I forgot his name. You know, they found him hanging, basically with his genitalia wrapped up, you know, from the closet hook. Well, know? that's autoerotic asphyxiation, I believe, right? That's right. Yes, yeah. apparently that's what they killed him with. I mean, this is the guy who played kung fu, and did in those movies with Kill Bill. And I've seen so, I've seen a number of those back in the late seventies, early eighties, in my EMS days, and they're never pretty, by the way. Well, no, they got to be all. You think, well, people don't really do that. They really do stuff like that. I mean, yeah. it's crazy stuff. Army makes history by putting Muslim in charge of 14,000 U.S. troops, soldiers' spiritual needs. Meet Lieutenant Colonel Khalid Shabazz, the Army's first Islamic division chaplain. I don't even know what to say about that. That's kind of nuts. The 100,000 monthly immigrant factor invading America. This is an article with News with Views by Frosty Wooldridge. Uh, it basically says that uh, we're having 100,000 people, legal and illegal, coming into the United States every 30 days. He said in 1965, we had 164 million people. We pretty much had reached the zero population growth at that point, and now we have 328 million, and these are real numbers, and primarily all of those are from legal and illegal immigration. And I don't know why in the world we think we can bring in over a million people a year Legally and illegally, probably more, much more than that, and it's not going to affect our culture, Doug. The gravest threat since 1861, the CIA won a new civil war to defeat Trump. 
I don't think so. This is an article, article by Dykes. I don't think they have to do a civil war to defeat Trump. I think they can take him out anytime they want. As long as he does what they want, they're going to leave him in. Are the big banks dark pools behind the run-up in bank stock prices? Absolutely, yes. The big banks are doing this. We talked about this in the first hour, how they're buying up and pushing up the stock market. Mr. President, this is what you should know about public-private partnerships. And now we're talking about Freddie Mae and Fran Fatty and Freddie Mac and what happened in 2007 and 2008 and how the Federal Reserve and the banks decided to rip everybody off. So there's a whole bunch of stories that we still have here. And uh, then here's, here's another interesting one. The NSA and the CIA, enemy of the people. I think personally that the Department of Education, the Department of Energy, and the CIA and the NSA need to be disbanded. That's what I personally believe. I think they, they're corrupt to the core. I believe the FBI needs to bring the people in that aren't contaminated, and some of the FBI guys need to go too. But we've got too much waste in government, and Donald Trump's going to have to address this, Doug. He's going to have to address how he's going to balance this budget and how he's going to bring this spending under control with the Congress and he's not doing that because this is some this is some pretty important stuff that he talked well, about. The executive branch doesn't have the power of the purse; it's the legislative branch. So I, I no, but he he has the power of the pen. He can veto right. those doggone those, those, those doggone that legislation that comes right. in. A former former IMF chief sent to jail as Spain prosecutes sixty five elite bankers and enormous corruption scandal. It's a big story that no one wanted to talk about. And here's another one that we talk about most a lot of times. Rampant Hollywood pedophilia going on, which has been going on for many years. And Pope Francis is exposed quietly letting pedophile priests off with little or no punishment and simply changing them to the next place they need to go. Well, Ted, they, they can't sit in jail. They need mercy. Well, he right. said. <laughs> well, then we have, then we have, then we have another, another good article here. We've talked about this before. Vatican bankers, CIA gladios, and child trafficking. See, you know, guys, this thing is so. I got. We're going to stop at the stores. I got enough of them to go on. This thing is so systemic with this corruption in our government, with the organ trafficking, the weapons trafficking, the money laundering, the drug smuggling, all of this stuff going on to fund these black operations. Guys, if we're going to clean out the swamp, this is going to be a monumental thing because the United States, we the people, have finally awakened as far as the patriot movement. The ones who watch your show, listen to my show. By the way, my show. If you want to listen to it on the phone. I have the number for you. It's 641-552-5310. Or it's right after this show. You can listen to it again on Daystar, Global Star. 641-552-5310. That's a 24-hour listen line. If you're driving around in your car, call the number up. You can listen to it over your speakers on your telephone. But, guys, if we don't do something like we're doing right now with this new Gutenberg press that we call the Internet, if we don't continue to show people all over the world what's really happening in the United States and globally, if we don't nationalize the Federal Reserve Bank and get rid of these scoundrels in the United States, I was I had Robert David Steele on yesterday. I know he's on with you guys again tomorrow night, Doug. Right. He said, that he's, he said he's not interested in taking the Rothschild stuff or putting them in jail. And that was the one statement he made that I disagreed with. These guys run these children. They're pedophiles, satanic sacrifice, all of this stuff. And if this stuff can be proven with them and they can be tried for treason or sedition, I believe they either should be jailed or they should be hung. This can't continue like this. We have to do something to clean this planet up. These satanians that are involved in this stuff, Doug, they've got to be set straight and they've got to realize that the power of life and death is in the tongue, and we can sure talk them out of here, and we can pray them out of here, and that Christianity has the power over them, and these and they're under our feet. 
The real thing we have to realize as Christians, though, is they're going to continue to try to dilute our efforts as Christians by bringing in more and more and more immigrants that can't culturally assimilate into our country until one day we're going to look out and we're no longer going to be a Christian nation, which is, of course, Obama's goal. And there it is. Ted, you've done it again. You and Sharon, I want to thank you. Thanks, Sharon, uh, on our behalf for her appearance thank tonight. You, Joe. Thank you, Doug. And, uh, Ted, thank you so much. And, and then really appreciate your program each weekday, uh, of course, before ours on Global Star Radio and directly after ours. Thank you, Ted. Thank you so God, much. God bless you, Joe. God bless you, Doug. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate you guys so much. And thank you to the audience. You guys have the best listeners. Thank you. Have All a great right, night, brother. Ted. And don't don't forget, Doug 30 for 30% off. God bless. <laughs>